Well, our story starts in Texas. Damn where right. he's tempered by the heat. This skinny Alvin boy believes his fastball can't be beat. So he brings it and he brings it. And it passes every test. They're talking he's a wild man. Might be the fastest in the West. Well, he's drafted by New York. He's gonna pitch up there in shade. With those amazing Mets, he'll help him take it all the way. He gets a World Series ring. He stays modest, he don't boast. Now he's off to California, where he'll make history on the coast. Nolan Ryan, he's a hero to us all. Nolan Ryan, he stands straight and he stands tall. He don't mess around, boys. He just throws a mean fastball. Tom Morgan is the angel, gets known in second gear. Then he pitches for no hitters in about as many years. He's working for Gene Autry. They're calling him the Ryan Express. He throws one ball a hundred. Now he's the fastest in the West. But after eight years on the left coast, he says he wants to come home. So he signs on with the Astros, he'll bring magic to the dome As he throws his fifth no-hitter They're talking about he might be the best In Texas people know that He's the fastest in the West Nolan Ryan, he's a hero to us all Nolan Ryan straight and he stands tall he don't mess around boys he just throws a mean fastball now he's a texas ranger but he don't tote no gun he'll mow you down with a heater you smell leather here at home he throws a six no hitter the oakland age just met big tech now they're gonna judge all the rest boys Against the fastest in the West Now let's count up some numbers He's 43 years of age He got 5,200 strikeouts Six no-hitters to date There's 57 shutouts Right up against 300 wins And on the very first ballot The Hall of Fame's gotta take him in Nolan Ryan a hero to us all Nolan Ryan He stands straight and he stands tall He don't mess around boys He just throws a mean fastball Nolan Ryan He's a hero to us all Nolan Ryan he stands straight and he stands tall He don't mess around, boys He just throws a mean fastball
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey from Wrigley Field on a beautiful day for baseball. 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 All right. Let me hear you. Another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. And yes, oh yes, it is opening day. One of my very, very favorite days of the year. Favorite days go, my birthday, of course, first. Opening day and then tied with the college football kickoff. I am so excited for today. I want to say good morning to everybody. And I want to do the, the, the necessary stuff, but I have a special treat for you. Yeah, yeah, since it's opening day... We're going to start a little bit early today. And we're going to start a little bit early with the man, the myth, the legend himself. If he answers. Hello. Good morning, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, and happy opening day. Wow. You know, I got up, uh, I had my usual 10K run and a brand muffin like I start every day. And uh, I just was excited, but I knew I knew when I got you on the phone, uh, I was going to know what excitement about opening day was all about. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm fired up. And I've already played one Harry Carey drop. I played a, a mix of the, the Harry singing with my dad playing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Dude, I'm fired up, man. I'm pumped. I know you are, kid. I know. And so am I. I can't believe it. Because the best thing about baseball is, Especially if you're one of <laughs> if you're one of those betting guys, you know you always got to wait till you know nighttime. But no, no, the boys of summer they oh, play yeah. in the daytime, so you got some action in oh. the daytime. Oh, I know. Uh, my my game starts at three o'clock local time, my time, one o'clock your time. I got a couple errands to run after the show, and then boom, in the recliner watching my Rangers beat the shit out of the Philadelphia Phillies today. Well, and the thing is, you know. Hope springs eternal. Spring hope is eternal. Something like that. Yeah. You know, everybody's oh no, yep. we're all tied, and so we're all in it. Yep. Today, today, look, look, look. I think the Rangers are going. We're, we're going to talk about it here in a little bit. But before we talk, hey, Joe, Joe, I, you know, I kept your secret for a while, and now here I see it in the newspaper. You thought I, I, I thought I was going to get to break this, but uh. Um, look, Joe's been telling me this for a while to keep this on the down low. It seems that Shakira has found a new man. 
Yep, and I, and I think I know who that new man is. <laughs> Lake Tahoe, yeah. Murphy, you got something to say, pal? Uh, you've been spending some time in in Miami. Yeah, you know, ever since uh, ever since the uh, NBA All Star Game, you know, we've been kind of trying to keep it on the DL, but right. you know, her hips don't lie. No, they don't. She's been spotted with you, Joe, and, and you told me about it, and I kept my cool. But now the Daily Mail's reporting it. Come on, man. I thought we were closer than that. I, those guys get into all my stuff. You know, they get into, they get into, you know, they're always like, I can't even leave the place. There's people hiding in the bushes, paparazzi. It's crazy. <laughs> Fucking bastards. Um, now, now look here. We got we got a lot of baseball to talk about today, Joe. We also have other stuff, uh, other sports stuff. We've got to go over an idea about the transfer portal. Um, Final Four is coming up, and of course, you know what next week is. I mean, hello, friends. Amen, corner. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, th- th- this is this is honestly like one of the greatest week of sports for me. Because I've yeah. got opening day, and then I have WrestleMania, and then we have uh, the Final Four, and then we have the Masters. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. It doesn't get much better than that. I, I was talking to somebody, and I, did, I didn't even know uh, for sure. And I, I think I asked Alexa. Oh, no, I said her name. I woke her up. Oh, um, God. Don't say it but, three times, because then she'll show up and boil your bunny. I know. Um, four grand is all for a week pass at the, the Masters. Oh, that's it, huh? Yeah, four thousand. You get stuff a week, you know. Well, uh, a week pass. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, uh, I'm on the lottery. I'm in the lottery every year. I I, I submit my name for lottery tickets because tickets are like uh, I think they're like a hundred and fifty dollars a day. The Masters is not it is super expensive unless you get into the gift shop. Do you know how much they make? In a day, at at the gift shop, who, 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 how much who makes the masters? When 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 it's Masters Week and people are in the gift shop buying, they're spending about eight hundred thousand dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah, that gift shop. It's not like uh, it's not like the Dollar General in there. No, it's not. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> you almost made me spit Dr. Pepper to think about a doc a Dollar General at ma- at the Masters. At the Masters. What is that green jacket coming, polyester too? Please. <laughs> you know, being being in Georgia, they probably got a fucking Dollar General right across the street that sells everything green for a dollar. <laughs> Yeah, they're big days at St. Patty's Day. They call their products the Misters. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And then you know what? They, what they, you know that they have uh, to remain uh, correct. They uh, before they have the uh, like the amateur. They have an amateur women's tournament there. Yeah, the U.S. Uh, women's amateur is there this weekend. So uh, yeah. those gals better not fuck up the course. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Do not get out there and start. You know. Well, you know what? They all they they're gonna they're gonna whack up the ladies' tees. Yeah. You know that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, the men won't be playing from there. Just don't mess up the greens. Uh, real quick, <laughs> hold on a second. We got we got to take an information break here. You know, a lot of people think I have the best seat in the house. No way. The best seat in the house is right here. Cheering on the Cubs with the greatest fans in the world and the greatest beer in 
the world, Budweiser. Yeah, nothing quenches a Cub fan's thirst for victory quite like the King of Beer. Today's show is sponsored by Harry Carey, by the way. Yeah, and yeah, oh, good old, good old Harry. You know he never had a Budweiser before he opened that mic. Oh God, no, not not ever, not not like sixteen or seventeen. <laughs> There's a guy. <laughs> oh, I, I've got some great drops of Harry, and we'll talk more about Harry here in a little bit. Uh, how much I, I I actually have the Harry Carey logo tattooed on my knee as a symbol that I will never <laughs> kneel in front of another broadcaster unless it's Harry Carey. Because he, right. Harry, Harry's the king. But well, like I said, we'll get to We got a lot of baseball stuff to get to. One real news story. It's a sad story out of Kentucky last night. Uh, I believe it was Kentucky. Uh, nine service members were killed uh, when a Black Hawk helicopter uh, had a crash at Fort Campbell in Kentucky. So our thoughts and prayers are out to those military families. This morning. Of course, of course, as always. And also, you know, it, it's just crazy how uh, school shootings have become something we've just come to expect. Like, yeah. you know, I think we've had how many, I think we've had a couple hundred, but it's not even, uh, you know, April yet. And mm. uh, that's just something that, you know, it's just crazy to me. You know, people, well, uh, we've got to have change. I, I posted the other day, yeah, I agree. We uh, it has to be a change. Mom and dad at the home. Well, that's what you know, has to happen. You know, see, I, I talked about this the other day after this happened, and and I'm I'm so frustrated because they aren't addressing what the problem is. Schools are not safe. Schools are not safe from nuts jobs. They need to make the schools safe. But it, I I don't give a fuck about what kind of guns you want to talk about, and I definitely don't want to bring up mental health because this person was going through mental health you know, uh, problems and seeing a doctor for it, yet they still open fire in the school. We need to make the schools secure. You know, I I mean, that. I know certain banks that you can't get in unless you get buzzed in. Why are are banks like that, but schools aren't? I I just don't understand it. What are your feelings on uh, a qualified uh, teacher, qualified packing heat? No. Wearing a gun at, at school. No, I, I don't like the fact that they want to outfit teachers. That's not a teacher's job. See, this is my proposal, Joe. Um, all the doors open out. So if there's a fire, the kids can get out of the school. But none of the doors open in. Meaning, it, and if somebody pushes the door to open it, there's a camera on the door. And we see where people are coming in. You have one way to come into the school. And there are two armed guards there. One with a wand. One watching the x-ray machine. There you go. I, I, I've solved your problem. And, and those guards stay there all day to where somebody comes in the school, they're going to have to go through the armed guard to get in the school. Yeah. Yeah, one way in, like you say, one way in, one way out, you know. And, uh, I mean, they've got to have, you know, it's got to be, you know, like you said, there's banks, there's stores. Yes. Uh, that are harder to get into uh, than, you know, than the schools. It's like, uh, but, uh, you know, anybody go waltzing in there with the gun and, um you know, I've I've heard as 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 young as like six. Remember the kid was six, brought a gun to school. Oh yeah. Hey mom and dad, way to go, buddy. Yeah, shot the teacher, but no charges are against him. Which that teacher is going to sue the school district and own the school district because they reported it three times that the kid had a gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, it, it, this week has been a tough week, and, and this is why I'm glad it's baseball and WrestleMania because I don't have to fucking think about that stuff. There is a great story out of Denver today. Uh, oh, by the way, by the way, um, in case you're listening, uh, Joe's going to be on for a couple hours today, and then you're going to get scorched earth Arnie about how the city of Reno is treating their fire department because I was updated yesterday, and I'm not happy at all. I am not happy whatsoever. This is it, your, your city. I, I got to tell you, Joe. The, the, Go ahead. The people that are running your city are shit in the bed, left and right. That's all I got to say. Well, and of course, we, you know, we just, um, we are, it's like we are, we keep our mayor the same reason that, you know, Anna Kornikova made money as yeah. a tennis player. They're not very good, but they're cute. Yeah. So we keep them around. Yeah. Yeah. Her and her little dykey self. I mean, uh, alleged dykey self. I know. I know. That's all it, yeah. I went at it. Yeah. She's never, you never see her out on the town with a dude. No. Um, by the way, the city of Denver, they said, hey, homeless people, fuck you. And they moved out a homeless encampment in front of Coors Field because of opening day. I love it. Yeah. Time to move. Yeah. Display. Yeah. yeah. They did that. They're trying to do that here, too. They're moving to the, the, the homeless uh, shelter, which, uh, you know, and God love them. I, I, I've, I've had some domestic challenge days in my life uh, that were years ago. Thank God. Knock on wood. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I, I know I feel for them. Uh, but uh, they're trying to do the same here. They got the Aces Field down uh, downtown, and they're they're just all the little motels, you know. Now these are the motels where you know five or six, <laughs> you know, shady characters got together at least had a place to live. They've knocked down all of the little seedy motels in Reno, and they're all uh, hipster retro hipster uh, condos and things like that now. So they really have nowhere to go, and uh, it's it's sad. You you can you can see. You can actually see the homeless problem like get real bad here. It's gotten really bad. Oh yeah, but but like I said, I'm I'm gonna hit that in the last part of the show. I right. promised a friend of mine who was a, a firefighter that I would do it because when he sent me the update, I was beside myself. But that that like I said, that's later. We have fun stuff right now. Um, let's talk about Major League Baseball this year. First of all, you and I have gone over all the stupid rule changes, and they're trying to say that the pitch clock has shaved off 26 minutes a game during the spring training games. Yeah, you know, that's the first time, for the first time in my life, the other day, well, I saw two things, okay? First, I saw that this guy trying to make the, the Yankees rosters, named B.H. Brito, James Brito. And then I thought, well, if it rains, he's going to be a wet burrito. <laughs> and if he stays out there and he gets sunburned, he's going to have to na- change his name to Chimichanga. But other than that... Okay, the other thing I noticed is that damn clock. I, I first time I saw that counting down that clock, and I thought, wait, I don't see LeBron out there having to shoot within 24 seconds. Why is there something ticking? You know, uh, a clock ticking. It just, yeah, that just didn't, it just, I mean, it made me mad to see that. It's like really that the game's been around for 200 years, possibly, and, and uh, now you're putting a clock on it. You know, I mean, it's just everybody, everything's got to be. Uh, instant gratification, home runs, instant gratification, get it done. Blah, you know, everything's so uh, instant now. It's like, what happened to what happened to the lazy days of summer when you got to you know turn on the radio and sit there and listen to a, a great ball game on the uh, 
radio mm-hmm. and and not no oh, hurry hurry let's go come on whippity snappity snap to it let's go no i don't like it i i look baseball's never been a time sport the only time it was ever timed was when we were kids and you had two hours on the field because you had another yeah. game starting behind you these guys don't have that issue uh do you want this? Is the secret that nobody's talking about? Why baseball games? They're upset because postseason games take so long. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like I said, I fixed baseball a long time ago by calling the actual strike zone, but that nobody wants to listen to that. The problem is, is that they sell too many commercials during the World Series. That's the problem. They're giving away advertising, and people are taking it up. Watch the commercial segments during the World Series, and they're longer than most commercial segments. The game is expanded because of commercial television. That's why the game is expanded, and yeah. nobody's going to nobody. And I and I know I'm stupid for saying it because I and, you know people like us we understand how commercials work in the advertising world, but that's what they've done to baseball. And I, I'm sorry that it doesn't fit in your little three-hour window. It's fucking baseball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I used to love, when I when I lived in Nebraska, uh, in Nebraska one of the things I loved was, you know, it, uh, WGN would always you know have the Cubs, of course. It took forever for WGN to get on a cable system out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I used to, I would come home at night in Lincoln, Nebraska. It'd be like midnight and... You know, it would be late, late in the ball game of a Cubs at the Dodgers or something like that. I love that. I'd get home and it'd be like midnight. I'd be able to watch the ball game, yeah. a Major League Baseball game, because I'm on Central Time. They started at 7.30, which was 9.30 Central Time, went into extra innings. So it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. And I'm watching, the you know, the Cubs at the Dodgers or at the Giants. Used to love that because you know, it just watching baseball at one in the morning yeah. and then probably got a day game going in about eight hours. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Another I, I'd get home from school and we had basic cable. So like the Rangers were on a, a network called home sports and entertainment, HSE. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a premium channel. So we didn't get that. So it was easier for me to go to Rangers games than to watch them on TV. But basic cable always had WGN. I get home from school and I turn on the game and it usually be about the fourth inning when, when Harry went to the radio booth uh, to get sauced right. up some more. And you just got to wait until the top of the seventh, and then entertainment begins. You have Harry Carey sauced, drunk out of his fucking mind, and then he does take me out to the ball game in the bottom of the seventh. My afternoon was set. I mean, that was, yeah. that was entertainment to me. Yeah, and then they get other people to sing after he was gone to sing the seventh inning stretch because mm-hmm. – uh, there was nothing better than Harry waving that microphone no. out. Uh, the the year I got to go to Wrigley, I got to go to Wrigley in 2010. Um, I went to two games. I went to a night game because that was the first tickets we could get were the night game against the Braves. And uh, we sat under the awning in third base, and I got to see the catwalk, and I saw who was singing that day. It was Eric Estrada. <laughs> Eric Estrada did take me out to the ball game. Punk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he fucking killed it, too. And then we left, and we went and ate at Harry Carey's restaurant. By the way, one of the best steaks I've ever had at Harry Carey's restaurant. Um, yeah. We went back two days later. I went to the box office. We got my, my the first tickets we got, we got from the uh, concierge at my, my sister's building. And they were like 100 bucks each. And uh, no big deal, right? Um, then I went to the box office, 
and like like after Ponch saying, because I don't care about the Braves and Cubs. Those aren't my teams. Um, I went to. I go. What are the best tickets you have for Thursday? Because Thursday was a day game. I got fourth row behind the dish for sixty dollars face value tickets. I sat four rows behind home plate at Wrigley Field and got to see Chipper Jones hit a bomb. That was pretty fucking cool. I gotta say. And and the, the great thing about. You know, Wrigley, of course, that's the, the north side where, you know, some of you, you know, uh, non-Chicagoans, uh, which <laughs> you, know, you go to a game at Wrigley, you know, and, and the, 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 the bars, the nightclubs, it's lit up, the game gets out, you come out of Wrigley, it's all lit up, there's people partying, having fun, mm-hmm. you know, you, you feel you feel like you can just go out and have fun, yeah. You got you come out of Comiskey when it's done. Let you just get the hell out of there, okay? Yeah, or you get stabbed. You're, yeah, it's, it's like dark as you get dark as you know as night. I mean, it's just it's so it's, there's no lights, there's no nightclubs, there's no just honey, get to the car, get yeah. to the car now, get the kids and yeah. get to the car. Oh, we're south side. That's right. You know, we gotta move <laughs> because uh, Wrigley's got Wrigleyville and all those bars. Comiskey has yeah. safe zones. Yeah, you know, you can either get, uh, you can either get a fentanyl or crack. Okay, that's it. After it, you know, you can't just go get a beer after after no. Comiskey. Yeah. No. Uh, Ogre says, I remember listening to a Giants game with my dad only on the radio with spotty reception because it was beaming all the way to Sacramento. It went like eighteen innings, and he let me stay up past midnight. Why? Because it was baseball, and we listened patiently the way baseball is meant to be. Absolutely. That's man, right. And, you oh know, I, my brother and sister took a little, especially my brother took a little uh, coaxing to get moving every morning to school. I got up, I popped up, went to school every day. Never, I always was, you know, up and at it. So my mom would actually, I, I could actually fake sick, and actually, I remember the Reds would be in the playoffs. I was a Cincinnati Reds fan when I was a little kid. And if you want to know why I changed later, uh, I, I'll tell you. But uh, my mom would let me stay home from school to watch the game. I remember being on, like, ABC or NBC, you know, in the daytime, a, a baseball game. And uh, my mom, because I was, I'd do okay in school, so she let me uh, She let me actually go stay home and watch baseball. I used to love it. Now, of course, if you don't have uh, cable, you won't see any playoff baseball pretty much until the, I think that when they get to the, let's see, the National League is on TBS, and I think the American League is on Fox or something like Some, that. Yeah, you know, when they get crazy. The, when they get to the the the, the National League, the uh, and the American yeah. League banner, you know. Yeah, um, I'll never forget this. Um, it was 1985. My dad, my dad grew up in St. Louis, and he was a part of the knot hole kid gang, where you would stick your eye through a knot hole and watch the game for three innings. And then right. he later sold uh, concessions at the old Polo Grounds in St. Louis. Uh, where the where the St. Louis Browns uh, he 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 ushered there he ushered uh, for the Cardinals he ushered for the the at Keel uh, so he was a big sports guy but huge Cardinal fan and uh, in 1985 he picked me up he, he wrote me a note uh, the day at school and uh, he took it in and I, I gave it to teach he picked me up early and he said I had a dentist appointment I didn't have a dentist appointment do you remember back in 1985 when they would play playoff games during the day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that was back in the day when you get them in the day. Now it's all TV money. But but yeah, yeah I remember that. Back '85, we drove down to Kansas City when they won it all. Yeah, it was uh, the, this was the National League Championship Series 
and it was the Cardinals against the Dodgers. And that's the year that Jack Clark went way fucking deep over on the Dodgers. And Lasorda was like, don't pitch to this fucking guy. And the 85 World Series was the, the Cardinals and the Royals. Terrible call at first base. But, hey, at least it gave George Brett a World Series ring. And uh, yeah. I'll never forget, my dad took me out of school so I could watch that game. Because the game came on during the day. And he's like, you're going to watch this game with me. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. No problem. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. They, they, they had the day games. And, and they were always on, they were always on uh, you know, free TV. Yeah. But now, you know, everything. Now, I mean, uh, you got to get cable to get uh, a lot of stuff. I mean, the, the final, not the final, to go to the final four, like last week, uh, two of the games were on TBS and two were on CBS. The old days, you know, it was always you could you could you could get out your little black and white TV with the with the antenna, move it around, and you know, <laughs> watch the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, now, now it's all. Uh, you know, it's like I said. I can't believe the national championship in football is on ESPN. Right. Really, we can't can't give us a live a free one. That, Thanks. It's bullshit. Um, one more story about my dad, and I'll, I'll bring him up a few more times. I, I repaid my father for letting me uh, go home early one day. The date was October twenty second, two thousand eleven. Uh, I took my dad. I flew him uh, from. He, he came up from Reno. He, he drove up to Sac, and we flew from Sacramento to Dallas. It was the World Series that he and I had always dreamed of, his beloved Cardinals against my beloved Rangers. And we went to a historic game because we went to game three. Game three, the Rangers lost 16-7. to That sucked. But the historic part was Albert Pujols hit three home runs in that game. And to this day, it's the greatest day of my life because it was the World Series with my dad, even though we lost. It, it replaced my national championship game just barely, but uh. But, oh yeah, but, but yeah, I was at the Vince Young national championship game. Yeah, I was at that. If Dad would have been with me at that game, then that would be the greatest day ever. But Dad was with me at the World Series, and as happy as he was that the Cardinals kicked the shit out of the Rangers, I was yeah. not happy. But man, my heart was full. My heart was full, and and, and I'll never forget that. I mean. I have the ticket stub up from when we went to Nolan Ryan's 5,000 strikeout game. Um, it, it, it was amazing. Before we get into this season, I gave you some homework. Yeah. And uh, I, I hope that you have it. If you can't find it, look in your hand. Because usually when you can't find stuff, Joe, you're holding it. Um, yeah, I know. I know. I, you know, I'm, I'm the uh, epitome of, uh, you know, uh, wish in one hand, shit in the other. See which one builds up first, you know? Now, I, my homework assignment was to make up a lineup of the greatest players in your lifetime. So you weren't alive for Babe Ruth or Ted Williams. We can't put those guys on our list. And I have the batting order. Now, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Why don't you go first to give me, you know, something to think about? But that's what makes it a lot easier. My lifetime, you know, the guys that uh, that I grew up you know, yeah. Uh, watching. Yeah, so All right. go ahead. In the immortal way of Bob Shepard, only for the first one. Uh, Bob, right. Bob Shepard, former Yankees uh, bra- uh, l- uh, announcer. Uh, batting first, playing left field, number 24, Ricky Henderson, 24. So I got Ricky Henderson leading off. Okay. Uh, batting second, 
my designated hitter from Kansas City, George Brett. Batting third from the St. Louis Cardinals, playing first base, Albert Pujols. Number four, hitting cleanup, playing center field, the kid, Ken Griffey Jr. Protecting the kid, playing third base from the Philadelphia Phillies, Michael Jack Schmidt. Wow. Now, you you got him at third, you said? Yes. Yeah, of course. Batting sixth, playing second base from the Chicago Cubs, Ryan Sandberg. That's uh, Ryan. Ryan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Batting batting seventh. Now, this is the only one, and and I stayed true. I, I, I did not just put any outfielders out there. I put this guy out in right field. Because he swung harder than any other man alive. Got three scholarships to the University of Minnesota. Was a two-letter star there in basketball and baseball. We're talking about Dave Winfield. Hitting yeah, also also the original. Uh, it was one of the originals to get uh, the, the original gold digger. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, he, was, uh, he, he was connected to Robin Gibbons' mom. Yep. Who in turn who trained her daughter to be one of the greatest gold diggers of all time. <laughs> Hitting eighth, catching. This was the toughest one for me. But uh, I'm gonna be a homer and go Yvonne Pudge Rodriguez. And hitting ninth, playing shortstop. The greatest shortstop in the history of the game, the wizard, Ozzie Smith. Boom. Now, on the mound. Now, I have a whole staff. You don't have to have the whole staff. My staff will include Jack Morris, Randy Johnson, Steve Carlton, and Greg Maddox. I have one relief pitcher. That's Mariano Rivera. But my number one starting pitcher, of course, hailing from Allen Alvin, Texas, number 34 in your program, but number one in your heart, Nolan Ryan. That team goes yeah. undefeated. You there, Joe? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a great team. That's a great team. I was just I was just uh thinking of some of those guys. You know, you made me think of some guys that I didn't really think of. Um so my you know, you had the whole lineup down and everything. Oh yeah, this isn't my first rodeo. I know it's not. And lay out those corn dogs for God's sake. Because those are the real ones, you know, that they really stick down in the, you know, in the in the in the grease. And, oh yeah, the good ones. Yeah, the good ones. Well, I'm gonna, boy, I, you know, the leadoff hitter. That's a huge one. A lot of people are gonna say, well, you want to talk with Vince Coleman, but he got run over by the turf machine. But very true. 1985 World Series. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't outrun the turf machine. Come on, kid, pull it together. Uh. So my leadoff, you know, I mean, isn't he the greatest leadoff hitter of all time, Ricky? Anyway, yes. so I mean, it's yes. kind of hard not to go with him. Yeah, you, know, know. you can oh, go, you can you can choose guys that I pick. There's no rule against that at yeah, all. Yeah. Right. So, the, but I have to go with the leadoff hitter. Obviously, he's the left fielder. Uh, my right fielder is going to be probably what? Did I put Ken Grippy Jr. in right? Okay. Um, let's see. So I, I have to, the actual batting lineup, 
Uh, I'd have to maybe fine tune. Um, I would have Pujols at first. Okay, good call. Uh, for sure. Uh, I'm gonna have to put Johnny Bench behind the plate. Oh, that's a you know what? That's a solid pick right there. You can't yeah. go wrong with Johnny the, Bench. Because uh, at shortstop, I got to go with the captain, Derek Jeter. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are asking. Uh, Stinkfist said, man, great list, but I disagree with other two. I'd put Jeter at short and Yachty at catcher. Okay. Well, hey. Yachty Jeter Molina. Yeah. Great catcher. Uh, so I got, so I got, look, just, you know, I, as much as I'm a Reds fan, I got to put Jeter out there 20 years as, as, as a shortstop of the Yankees. You're doing something right. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy, you know what? I got to get third base. I got to go with Pete, Charlie Hustle. Okay. All right. Although, he, play, although he played a bunch of positions, uh, I'll put him at third. Jeter at, at, at short. Uh, at second, Roberto, remember the Alomar. Oh, nice pick. Toronto Blue Jays. Was the strikeout victim of Nolan Ryan's seventh no hitter, though? He was the last out. Was he? Was he the last? Yeah, Nolan Ryan, guy's forty-four. He just, just keeps him coming. Just keeps him coming. Uh, that guy. So let's see. Uh, I don't have a second baseman yet. Ah, uh, boy, who yeah, might get out you there? You just put Alomar at second base. Oh yeah, right. Alomar at second, right, right. And then I got a pool host at first. I got Jeter at short. Rose at third. I got Griffey Jr. out there in the outfield. And you got Ricky Henderson. You need another outfielder. I need another outfielder. Yeah, that last outfielder. Boy, uh, uh, boy, who's a good one? Because, um, you know, it's so tough. You know, it's like comparing, you know, when it, you know, of course, you, LeBron will tell you who's the best. Michael, that's the numbers you are talking. Right. You know, but LeBron, so I'm trying to think who was, who was, who was out there that, uh, 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 oh, oh, I got to have Tony Gwynn out there. there Forget about it. There you go. All right, I, yeah. I like that. Uh, starting pitcher? Starting pitcher. Uh, fuck. My little, little, uh, I'm going to go with um, Greg Maddox. Okay, good pick. Great pick. I'm going to go with uh, my reliever's got to be. I got to have Rivera in there. That's okay. no good. You know, I mean, there's, there's certain, uh, there's, you know, certain. People in sports where, you know, they're, oh, I don't know if he's the greatest or he might not be the greatest. Then there's some that just, they're the greatest, period. You know, the, there's no doubt about it. Like Ricky Henderson, he's the greatest base stealer, period. Yeah. There's no there's no there's no reason to fight over it. So, my uh, pitcher, and the greatest reliever is Mariano Rivera. Closer-wise, okay. yes, absolutely. Yeah, closer-wise, but you got to have that closer. And then, uh, so I got, uh, who did I have also starting there? Uh, you had Maddox. Yeah, Greg Maddox. Um, I got to go with uh, Roger Clemens. Okay. I got to go with, um, boy. Mage says Strawberry. I thought about putting Strawberry on my list because I did, I love Daryl Strawberry's swing. Daryl Strawberry had a sweet swing, but it, it, he and Eric Davis cancel each other out because they were the same guy. Yeah, Eric Davis, he was a good boy. Um, let's see, I've got so I've got three pitchers. I need two more, huh? No, you don't have to. I mean, I, I, I you can leave your team there. It, it's no big. Yeah, issue. I well, no, I, I kind of had my uh, the I, I I did I did I kind of missed the ball, missed the uh, on the uh, the pitching. But I can come up with two more. That's easy. Um, I mean, who's who's the guy that just knock them down? Um, 
all the time. Uh, I mean, what? I got to throw Fernando in there. Oh, hello there, <laughs> Fernando Mania. You know, even though we didn't know he was 37 when he said he was 21, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I don't have birth certificates in Chihuahua, Mexico. You just write it down. When was he born? Great. That sounds good. So, and then uh, I'm going to have to go with... Well, I'm gonna have to go with that boy uh, uh, Kershaw for the okay. Dodgers. He's really good. Great I'm lineup. Little, I like him. Great lineup. I, I like that a lot. That, 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 that's a great lineup. Um, let's talk about this season. Um, I don't know if you've watched. I haven't watched hardly any spring training because I don't like watching spring training. Um, yeah. I, I don't like seeing numbers like seventy-four and eighty-two on on the field. Um. <laughs> Is anybody really standing out to you this year for any off-season moves they made? Well, of course. I mean, the, for some reason, the Padres thought they were George Steinbrenner. Mm-hmm. They just loaded up. They got that what Juan Soto now, and and uh, they well, we got Manny Machado. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, with the bazillion dollar contract. Um, Tatis. Uh. Tatis. Yeah, yeah, Jesse Fernando, right. I, for some reason, it's my it's, it's, my dementia kicking in. <laughs> Fernando Tatis, right. And so, I mean, I expect big things for the Padres. We were always known as, like, the, the, the another Miami uh, um, Marlins. You know, we didn't, didn't spend the money. Well, they spent the money now, so we need to see some, some – the Padres are expecting big things this year. I expect big things from them. I'm not even – uh, I'm considering, uh, you know, working some overtime and getting a baseball package. Nice, nice. Um, I I agree with. I look, the Padres spent a shit ton last year, and then they continued to spend money. Uh, they got a beautiful ballpark. Uh, the Padres deserve. I, I mean, they always get people forget about them that they're in the National League because you got the Dodgers and the Giants playing for California. I, I I don't I don't mind that pick of the Padres. That that's not a bad pick. Yeah, I mean, I I, I you know as a Padres fan, you know it's always you know it's almost like being a Cubs or a Red Sox fan. It's not a hundred years that we've had to wait, but it's just we never I never expect big things out of them. So when they do, when they do surprise me. Uh, I'm going to be really, really ready for it because uh, every year I just expect to be, you know, mediocrity is is the key word for the Padres. You know, that even when they make a run, it comes time to win. And uh, it comes time to win. And then the guy you know, uses PEDs, the biggest right. guy in the lineup. And mm-hmm. you know, thanks, buddy, for being there during the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, that was that. that's a tough one there. I mean. Hopefully Tatis has learned his lesson. He's a good no. He's a good little hard-nosed ball player. We'll see if it turns out. Um, speaking of spending money, my beloved Rangers spent a lot of money in the last two years, picking up Seager from the the Dodgers, second baseman we got from the Twins. We got Jacob Degrom from the Mets uh, in the off season. The Rangers have put together a good staff, uh, and they have Bruce Bochy now as a manager. If not this year, then definitely next year. Uh, I, they, and, and all I want in in my entire lifetime to be happy is one World Series ring. That's all I want. Because the Rangers are still waiting on one, aren't they? Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, we're the second longest uh, behind the Indians right now uh, in terms of teams that haven't won a World Series. How, 
How dare you call them the Cleveland Indians? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I, I'm not politically yeah. correct. The, the Guardians. The Guardians. Give me back. You know, the Guardians of the Galaxy. What is it? They're Guardians of the, of the, of the, the, the hood, for yeah. God's sake. I mean, whenever I hear that, I just want to I, I, I wanna play this. Paging Dr. Faggot. Dr. Faggot. I, I, I mean, the Guardians. That's such, uh, a, no. that's such a faggy name. What did, excuse me, what did, uh, there's another one, what, what is the other one, and it's not the command, we didn't call them the commandos, but the, the commanders, um, the Washington another, football There's team. another team that's come up with it, with it, with it, their name, they're changing, it's just ridiculously stupid, it sounds like, why don't you just call yourselves the pull your tampon out, okay? <laughs> I mean, I, I saw a reason, it's funny you bring that up, because we got to talk about them today, because there's a bid to buy that team, we'll talk about that later, um, no Native Americans are upset over it. That's the thing. Native Americans, rep- they, they enjoy the history. The old redskin, the old chief that was on their helmet, was actually drawn by an Indian chief. Yeah. Every, every, uh, I can't say every, obviously, but most, I, I'm, I'm known lots of Native Americans. As you know, here in Nevada, we have a Native American population, pretty yeah. uh, you know, significant, uh, and uh, every, they love the Cleveland Indian chat. I always see them wearing that when they're at the ball games and stuff like that. I mean, uh, they love that. And like you said, the Redskin. I mean, for God's sake, you know that we got to tear down everything that uh, you know. Sorry that history's history. You yeah. know, this stuff happened. Especially, I'm, I'm getting a lot of subject without you know, the statues down in the south and things like that. Why can't everybody else? How do you think the how do you think the Germans feel about? Hey, let's talk about Nazi and Hitler. You know, they but it's still it happened. Yeah, it should, should happen. It's part of history. You got to you know, and so. But man, we got a uh, this whole California reparations thing. Is just I don't even want to talk about it. I'm glad I'm probably checking out because that's just uh, start. You know. Oh, it, it's I, crazy. I, I, mean, I, if they, if that, I got I I tripped on one of their speed bumps out on the street, so I want money too now. I was heard by the government, so yeah. Anyway, uh, let's okay. see uh, other teams. I, I hope the Astros fucking crash and burn this year because I hate them. Um, the, the one team that always scares me because they've spent so much money and they actually do have talent are the Los Angeles angels of California or whatever they want to call them. Why can this team not win? I know. Well, you know, what's crazy, but, but on that team is both the winning and losing end of the world baseball, uh, game, the yeah. teammate, you know, yeah. struck out trout. And uh, that's just kind of ironic, I think. But yet they can't win. I know. Why can't they win? <clears throat> they don't share a field with anybody, right? They got right. their own ball, the field, right? Yeah, I mean, Disney fucking, they're right across the street from Disney. Yeah. Adam. I, I don't understand. At one time, that lineup had Josh Hamilton, Mike Trout, and Albert Pujols, and they still couldn't contend. I mean, that's just, there's something wrong there. There is something definitely wrong in the water for the L.A. Angels of California in America. Hey, if, you know, there was, a, there was a time when nobody thought about everybody. The New England Patriots were the laughing stock of the NFL. They made it. Yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, loser. You know, they, they've gotten there. 
Uh, you know, so then there's those teams that just can't get the job done, can't get over the hump. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that, that's the Angels. I mean, they, yeah, they've had some great players even. In the, they just can't win. When, when was the last Angels World Series, if you don't mind me asking? They've only won one, and it was against the Giants. Uh, the year they beat Barry Bonds and the Giants. I, I don't remember exactly what the year was. I know we have, I have Angel fans on here. Uh, but they've only won one World Series, and that was way before Mike Trout. I mean, that was uh, Tim Salmon. This is a team yeah, that loves yeah. guys with names of fish. You know, I mean. Yeah, and, that, well, and that's what you say also when they say, bro, what do you, nice pink shirt. You go, um, it's Salmon. Thank you. <laughs> uh, of course, the Yankees will probably be good. The, the Red Sox are going to be probably good. Um, I... I I, I don't see I, – I, I don't think the Phillies are going to be that good this year. I think the Cardinals are going to be just as good as they always are. Uh, Gold says, I believe it was 2 World Series. So, it's been since 2 since the Angels won the World and, Series. And that was their only one. So, do you, do you believe in, uh, you know, the Golden State Warriors, the California Angels, the uh, – uh, using the state or – especially the, the only team that ever used – not even a state or a city, but the Golden State. Okay. Yeah. You say, we're from Chicago. Where are you from? The Golden State. Okay. Whatever. You know, a nice uh, a governor. Anyway, um, so do you believe in that? Should you be able to call yourself the California Angels or the Golden State or something other than the city? Or should you have to be the L.A. Angels, the Chicago White Sox, the New York Jets? I mean, who's my favorite baseball team? Yeah, I, you know that that what came in the back of my head there. That's what I mean. I, they got, are they going to be? Are they going to be? Because if if they had to be, that's two things. Who do you think they would? Would they have to be? Would they end up being the Arlington if they had the Arlington um, no. uh, Rangers, or would they be the Dallas Rangers? They would be the Dallas Rangers, but it wouldn't sound right. Because the Texas right. Rangers are, it, it, it's a nod to the the law enforcement group here in Texas, the Texas Rangers. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, 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 exactly with that. See, so I don't have a problem with. I don't even have a problem with Golden State. I think it makes some, you know, added things like, you know, uh, because oh, you guys are the city, but no, we're the Texas Rangers, and in your case, uh, it totally makes sense because you know my twelve years as a Texas Ranger was some of the toughest. Toughest days at work I ever had. <laughs> well, I mean, you could say uh, uh, the New York Yankees because they're not called the New York City Yankees. They're just called the New York Yankees. Yeah, they are, right, and, and, and the, the New York Mets. And so, uh, but I think they are referring to the city. But like you said, right, it's New York, New York. It's like Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Right. You know, because uh, they're the Oklahoma Thunder, right? Oklahoma City Thunder. They, they, there you they go. Put the there you go. There. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Why, 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 they made them be. Oh, you know, you you can't you can't be with make Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma. You got to be Oklahoma City. Sorry, buddy. Uh, real quick. Well, we have to uh, take a break for the sponsor here, uh, Harry. Hello again, everybody. This is Harry Carey. You know, working a ball game really makes me hungry, and when I'm hungry. I can't help but think of the great Mexican foods made with La Preferita product. Just as a home run adds excitement to a baseball game, La Preferita sauces add excitement to your meal. There you go. La Preferita. I <laughs> well, that's what they call it. It's a regional thing. Yeah. I can't imagine Harry Carey getting home 
to the missus going, did you make my law Federica tonight? Oh, yeah. No, he was a connoisseur. You know, I mean, he, he gets on me. He, he's the kind of guy, you know, that's in the recliner and there's, just, there's like crushed bud cans all around the floor. You know, maybe a, a pizza box. But, uh, you know, people didn't know Harry. He was a, he was a connoisseur of fine foods. Oh, <laughs> my God. Hey, look, I, I could talk Harry Carey for hours. The, the one sound clip I was looking for. I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't find it, and even I can't even find the where Steve Stone was talking about it. They were doing a, a game one day, and uh, a guy by the name of Arnie Brenneman was their producer, and they had set the cameras up on a couple that was making out during the game, and Harry was watching this because it, it, I'm, I, Joe, I'm going to play this for you. This is the legend of Harry Carey. This took place over three innings, and I, I, I've, I've cut it down, so uh, uh, you'll enjoy this. I know what the big deal about Cracker Jack is. Did you ever go buy a pack of Cracker Jack thinking you're going to get a prize and find no prize <laughs> in the box? Here's That's a problem. That might now not you pointed that out, Gary. Thank you. That is a problem. When you're a little kid, especially from humble origin, and they cheat you out of a prize. Rotten sons of bitches. There's a bouncing ball. Second baseman has the Barbary over the first. It's hard to think in laudatory terms of the product. And boy, when a box of Cracker Jack to me meant a lot of money. Here's a pitch bounce foul. That's the most asinine marketing I've ever heard of. One ball, one strike. These guys say, well, you you sing about Cracker Jack. I said, that I only sing it because it's in the song. Finally, so many folks on the issue. And I wouldn't be a bit surprised, even to this day, some youngsters who buy a box of Cracker Jack don't find a prize in the box. One ball, two strikes, two out. Well, if you're going to talk about our congressman being crooked, here's a pitch foul out of play. Yeah, I mean, you have even scratched the surface. Why not talk about commercial products that don't do what they represent to do? That was That's... over the course of three innings. I know, I know. Dude, it's just like, he's just upset. And, you know, Harry would roll over his grave right now if he saw the current uh, prizes in the Cracker Jack. Oh. But but the the thing about Harry was Harry never let a ball game get in the way of a good story. No, yeah, no, I, I remember he's like uh, he's like so Dawson comes to the plane and so last night I'm out in Jalapeno Joe's having the chili dog and had a one ball and a strike up and in on uh, Dawson. Then so anyway, I, I asked him for the hot sauce. You know, I'm trying all oh, ball too. That's what up and in too. And oh oh. Oh, both benches both here. So I'm trying to get some hot sauce from my jalapeno dog. And, uh, wow, there's a riot on the field right now. But uh, so this guy waited in to bring me my jalapeno. That was like Sherry Terry. Oh, yeah. You know, you make sure we find out what happened at dinner last night. Well, Dawson just got beat in the head and they're both benches cleared, you know. Oh, yeah, he was great. He'd be talking. So, Steve, I'm out last night. 
and the scal's got her boobs in my face. Dunstan, yeah. Dunstan, unassisted triple play. Anyway, we're gonna where the yeah. scal's yeah, got yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assisted triple play, and he's like, "But let me tell you about that." But I'm okay, buddy. Well, I was hoping to you know, take a look at that. Was that the, 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 the what was the Louis to Everest to chance? What's that saying? I have no idea. It's a, it's a famous baseball uh, double play. Tinkers to Everest to Chance, I believe it is. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, but Harry was the best, you know, because, you know, he was finally somebody got in that, you know, the Cracker Jack company, you know, they're a, they're, they're a titan, a monster. Nobody can mess with them. But Harry, he's going straight at him, oh, the Harry, Cracker Jack company. Harry's you know? untouchable. <laughs> um, Stinkfist says, how about when he said, how does a guy from Mexico lose the ball in the sun? My I know. Wow, that's a great question. I had to decide the first thing I thought. Harry Carey with names is so fantastic. Here you go, right here. There's the defense of the Expo. I love that first baseman, Andres Galarraga. <laughs> You're supposed to roll your R's. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were clearing your throat. <laughs> Joe says that's good pronunciation. <laughs> I like names like Hera. Spelled backwards is still Hera. I love Harry. Uh, Thanks for the update, Harry. I, I, I'll never forget. I was watching it. It was a Cubs-Cardinals game. It's <laughs> the and same backwards. Thanks for the guy. So you just, now you just let us know that the, you're uh, – uh, what's the, the dyslexic? Thanks, Harry. Uh, uh, he's, well, I'm watching this Cardinals game, and a guy by the name of Felix Jose played for the Cardinals. And it's the second oh, inning yeah, of the I can game. imagine this. And Harry goes, hey, Steve. Hey, his name would sound the same if you flipped it around. His name yeah. is Felix Jose. You could call him Jose Felix. <laughs> you could. You're absolutely right, uh, Carrie Harry. Okay, we're yeah. right. I mean, yeah, you could call him. He, you know, but uh, sometimes it took Harry pointing out stuff like that for people to get it. Oh, okay, it was, it was so great. Like, uh, uh, Jose Vizcaino. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but like, like when when uh, when he was playing, you know, the the worst Harry got like drinking wise, his depth perception got lost too. Because no, he had he, those prescription glasses. He oh, was fine. Oh, damn. Those things were – I got to see those. When I went to Harry Carey's restaurant, it was after he died, and they have a pair of his glasses there. Those things are thick, man. I mean, I they don't know They use those for the Monterey Aquarium, I think. Oh, shit. But his depth perception would be uh, – and, and his home run call would be, it could be, it might be, it is. Uh, yeah. And he would go, it could be, it might be. Grace has got it at the bag. <laughs> It's already bouncing off of Waveland Avenue. And he's but yeah, he's Harry, a little behind. But the, uh, the, the, yeah. the famous story that, that, that is out there about Harry Carey is that uh, Arnie Brenneman had the camera focus on this couple that was making out. And uh, it, 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 they showed him the entire game, and Harry got back to the booth in the seventh inning, and Harry's like, you know, Steve, I figured it out. <laughs> I know you did, buddy. And 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 Stoney's like, yeah. What'd you figure out, Harry? Uh, well, uh, see this couple up here. There, the, she he's kissing her on the strikes, and she's kissing him on the balls. Oh well, well of course, I, you know. And that's the thing is that uh, you know Harry was just laughing. You know, uh, they, they were doing it. They were, I noticed there's a pattern. You know, he doesn't. He's yeah. like Raj uh, on the Big Bang Theory. You know, we. 
we notice we both have holes to yeah. fill, and then we, when we don't have women, we fill them to each other. You know, we fill yeah. each other's holes. You know, he's like that guy doesn't know he just said, "Oh yeah," but that's the thing that's hilarious about that guy was just he just you know he's a, he's got some you know Charles Barkley's got some Harry Carey in him. Oh, Charlie, look, look, I, we'll, we'll get on Charles here. Just, uh, but the booth went completely silent, and everybody was laughing. And Harry, God bless him, Harry didn't know. Harry, said, I know that's said, what I mean. He goes, yeah. Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> and, and and like I'll never forget, Harry had a stroke one year. I think it was the year the eighty-eight or eighty-nine. He had a stroke, so he had to miss a bunch of games. And it was his first game back, and they shot him. And you remember Spencer's gifts, right? You remember going there as a kid. Oh, yeah. I bought, uh, I think I, I actually, uh, you know, way back in the day, my uh, girlfriend of mine, she got me a breathalyzer from Spencer. That's not a, uh, that's not a, uh, a sign. Uh, <laughs> hey, wait, what? Oh, they don't, don't people get these all the time? Yeah. Um, but they had those weird, like, little statues of beer pouring into a glass, and it was all one piece. Yeah. So, so they, the, the camera flips on Harry, and he's got one of these. And his hand is nowhere near it, right? And he goes, oh, you caught me. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, he goes, no, I'm not really drinking. And he, like, had to point it out. But, uh, oh, you caught me. And then he had to explain, no, he's not really drinking. I was laughing as a kid so hard at that because Harry Carey brought so much entertainment to the game. And you know, he did. He brought so much entertainment. You know, that's what, I mean... Uh, you want to, you you want to hear it's somebody that's entertaining, you know, uh, the, the one guy that if you had to do, okay. Cause I was watching somebody up and comer. If you had to do uh, the women's high school game on uh, ESPN plus, <laughs> would you cover that? Would you take that gig uh, as a young broadcaster? Absolutely. No, right, right now, right now. Yeah, I would do it if I was on ESPN. I would make it entertaining as yeah, shit. No, you're on ESPN Plus. Yeah, I love how Peyton Manning always makes fun of it when he sings. He's like, "Oh, I'm just ESPN Plus, so whatever." Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, no, I'd say like you're on ESPN Plus. You're covering a high school girls' uh, McDonald's game or something like that. Uh, would you do that gig right now? Yes. Oh, I do that in a second because I know I yeah. could fucking bring it home. Yeah, and plus you're on ESPN. I mean, so yeah. you're on ESPN. I mean, yeah, of course. I would totally jump at the, you know. I mean, and I'm saying like you, you'd have to study up or whatever. You know, you, uh, you'd have to, you, you know, you'd be seeing a lot of Iowa women if oh, you're yeah. talking women's hoops. Oh, uh, I, I, I'm just waiting for the the sister from Chicago because you know there's going to be a sister from Chicago on that team. And I can't wait oh, to fucking yeah, you know, And she's going to, like, Christ the King, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's the Kevin Garnett of girls basketball in Chicago. Yeah, you know, she's going to become, you know, Mayor D or whatever, you know. They're, they're like, I thought you guys lived outside of Philly, you know. Well, grandma lives in the, the De La Salle, California. Okay. Um, one more thing about Harry, and if you ever want to piss off Cubs fans, you just remind him that Harry was a broadcaster for the Cardinals a lot longer than he was for the Cubs. Uh, the reason he left the St. Louis Cardinals, my dad tells the story. My dad used to play in piano bars in St. Louis. Um, and he would play in the same bar that, and imagine this booth. 
Jack Buck and 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 Harry Carey together calling a baseball game. And I mean Jack Buck, Joe Buck's father. Joe Buck is a piece of shit. But Jack Buck, Jack Buck, <laughs> I have an announcer's voice. Um, and those two would come into my dad's piano bar after every game. And as soon as Harry walked in, my dad would, if he was in the middle of a song, he would break in to take me out to the ball game. And uh, the story is, is that Harry Carey was single at the time, and Augie Bush's daughter, who was married to, or, or Augie Bush's son, who had this hot wife, the owner of the Cardinals, um, the story was that Harry was banging her on the side. And one night after leaving this piano bar, and to God, a bush beer truck ran Harry off the road. And Harry left St. Louis the next day and became the White Sox announcer first and then went to the Cubs. How about that for some insight? It still remains true to the Bush brand. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's a Bud man and a Cubs fan. Right, right. You know, another thing you made me think of is the uh, – the uh, Mount Rushmore of broadcasting nepotism. Wow. Of course, the, right off the bat, Collingsworth is right up there. He's uh, He's got to be up there. Uh, Joe Buck's up there <laughs> on the riding, dad, riding daddy's coattails. Yeah, which which carrier are you going to put up there? Are you going to put up there Skip or Chip? I know Skip or Chip. I, I thought it would have been Barry or Larry, but no. <laughs> Yeah, because Skip Carey called all the Braves games, and he was boring as fuck. Oh, and then the grandson, uh, yeah. the grandson yeah, Chip was even more boring. Yeah, like Reno Radio. <laughs> oh, I, I've heard about some shakeups in Reno Radio, and, and oh, boy, your radio is about to get really bad there. That's all I'm yeah, going to yeah, say. Yeah, it already is. I mean, when you know Chris Payne has emerged <laughs> as the voice and the, 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 the champion, of Reno, the influencer. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. You know, from, you know, but oh, oh, but I'm glad we brought that up. Nevada has uh, banned TikTok from all government uh, employees, state employees. Interesting. I, I, there's a lot of there's a lot of states that are doing that right now that are banning state employees. And all you got to do is look into the, where the money runs on this. The reason why they're banning TikTok, they're not really afraid of China. They're afraid because the metaverse, Facebook. Google, uh, Instagram, they were getting their asses kicked by TikTok. TikTok was taking all the advertising money, and they went to their congressman and yeah, said, yeah, you need yeah, to get rid you know, of it. I get that. You know, uh, you know, Trump, you know, Trump was against them. He, he, he was the one that brought them. I, I, you know, I don't know if we'll ever know, but I, do, I don't like thinking I have a little spy collector in my pocket for China. Very Just true. that thought alone makes me not want to bother with it, but I can see your point. Oh, I don't mind. I just tell dirty jokes on TikTok. So if the Chinese want to use my dirty jokes, they can use my dirty jokes all they want. Like yeah. I told one, here's one I told yesterday, Joe. You'll like this one. Now, I actually had you in mind in this joke. What do the Pittsburgh Steelers and police have in common? Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the police, they, they um, I don't know. They beat the shit out of the Browns every year. <laughs> oh damn out <laughs> ladies and gentlemen today's most tasteless joke we'll be back back after this yeah that's uh that's crazy um some some humor there uh, boy <laughs> that one caught you off guard huh yeah that one caught me off guard that's that's like the 
you know, that's like the priest and the rabbi walking down the street. They see the, you know, the 14-year-old boy priest says, should we fuck him? And the rabbi says, out of what? I mean, you <laughs> Oh, that's good. Well, you know why priests don't wear condoms, right? Oh, no, we're getting... The, I have immunity from all Catholic jokes. You know that, right? Because oh, I'm Catholic, so fine. Yeah, you know why priests, priests don't wear condoms, right? Because boys can't get pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's the use? It's a waste of money. Yeah, yeah uh, they're taking a vow of poverty anyway, so relax. Okay, now I sent you a couple different stories about ballpark foods. Yeah. Um, In fact, it's become so popular. It was on like some of the morning shows now. Yeah. You know? Um. So, uh, what is what? Do you have a, an opening day tradition? Is there anything that you do for opening day? Uh I wake up. I get out of bed. No, you know, I, I put my girdle on like every other man in America. Right. You know, one strap at a time. At a boy. And then I get up, and uh, you know, I, I don't. I know I always feel good. You know, I always feel, you always just feel good. Like, uh, uh, there's just certain days, you know, you feel good. Of course, Saturdays and Sundays are great. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I mean? You just, so I, I'll, I'll make sure and, uh, and, uh, and watch the games. I'll, I can't wait at 10 a.m. my time. I yep. believe we have a, a Yankee Giants uh, uh, cross country showdown is that the and first uh, game? i'll be okay. loving to watch that i'll be i mean so yeah it's nice because i love the day it's the day instead of having to watch you are the father yeah. you know <laughs> in the middle of the day you know you get to watch a ball game Damn you know right. or, or you got to switch over to joy Behar. there's the fucking voice of reason oh, right there what, you what know a genius she is yeah oh god this that is woman. this is the same woman that actually said um this right here. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. I, I don't know what that means. Hey, once once people ethnicity, uh, uh, once they start to be able to get some weapons, you watch what happens. Oh, we're, we already know. Thank you. Uh, um, all right. So usually my game day, my opening day, I always have hot dogs and tater tots. That, 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 that's just my thing. Hot dogs, hot and, tater dogs and tater tots. I love it. It's it, it's my go-to, it, it, and just uh, hot dogs, mustard relish, some onions, maybe a little bit of cheese on there. I How are you cooking that dog? Um. Well, now now there's two ways. Um, let I don't Christmas... care if you boil it. I don't care if you boil it. That's the way to go. Oh, you know, boil well, boiled is the true way to do it. Boiled is my number one preference. I'm a Michelin star chef. When it comes to boiled hot dogs, but- you are so good. You know what, I people? You know what? I've heard this about Arnie. He actually, uh, 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 the he watched the pot and it boiled. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's what happens. I also have one of those cool hot dog rollers where you can steam the buns inside. Yeah, of course you steam the. Yeah. But see, yeah. That, and that's this the is key. an all beef hot dog. Uh, whatever they put in the. the oh, you uh, go on budget. Do you, do you go budget hot dogs, or is there? Do you draw the line somewhere? Oh, the only hot dogs I'll eat are Nathan's. I okay. Nathan's. Okay, yeah. You're boiling a dog. You're steaming the bun. Mm-hmm. This is an all out. Uh, this is gonna be a good dog. Oh yeah. Oh well. See, here's a trick too. Before I had the hot dog roller, what you do is you get one of them. Uh, those, those draining type plates that has the holes in it, and when the hot dogs are boiling and it's steaming, you just or you get a, a rack and you put it on top yeah. of that and you steam the the buns that way. Boom, boom, bang. 
Look yeah, at that. yeah, yeah. You can, uh, you can, you know, if you have a big enough lid, you can put it on a, a pan. You just spray some water in there, and yep. it steams it. You know, oh, put some yeah. somehow you know, cooks, chefs will steam stuff like that. You know, you squirt the water underneath the lid mm -hmm. on the grill and create steam. Uh, but if you could, which are you going? Because I know I don't have to say like any other type. Are you uh, prefer the grill dog? No. Or the or the boiled dog, or do they like run together the same? No, boiled dogs. I I I don't like grilled dogs. I'm I'm not a fan of the grilled dog. I if that's all that's offered to me, then yes. But steamed or grilled, or steamed or boiled, one of the two. That's it for me. I, I know. I, you know, and I get that. That's why I said I don't care because boiling is the way. Hey, kid. You want ketchup on that? You know, like that's the way you got a dog. You know, back in the day, that oh. was always. The way you boil the dog. I mean, oh. that, that's the way my mom did it. It was a, there was a, a pan, a pan up on the stove, and it boiling away were the hot dogs, and that's how uh, we had our hot dogs. And yeah. then I, now you know, mom is always right. Well, uh, Joseph, I have to ask you. Um, you said something there. Um, what do you put on your dogs? Well, the boiled dog. I'm going with a nice big. Little stream of mustard on one side. Okay. Uh, I definitely want some onions on there. Okay. I might at the end for a bite or two put some. I don't really, you know, I don't care for relish at all. I don't know if I even put it on there. Okay. It's just Fair. a thing. And then, I, you know, I'm going to put a little stream of, of ketchup. I'm going to do the red and the yellow on my dog oh, with some onions on it. Okay. No. They'll get mad at people for using ketchup. You know, Heinz didn't do too bad. No, Heinz is not. No, no, ketchup is not. <laughs> so, is, yeah, no. I got a little red and a little yellow and the onions. No. And, yeah. No. no, my so, God. My God in heaven. No, ketchup does not belong anywhere near a hot dog. Ever. Okay, Doug Heffern, then put your mayonnaise on it then. No. No, I'm not Canadian. <laughs> I think that's a crime against humanity. You should be thrown in, in fucking purgatory. If I had it, they just you can only have one. I I would uh, I would I would go mustard then for sure. Okay. You know. All right. All right. But it, it, but I do like a little. I you know I it's a, I'm it depends what kind of mood I'm in. You know I'm a world traveling sex worker. You are. Sometimes you know it depends on the dog. You know yeah. they're you know they're, they call in veners. You know in 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 Germany. Very, very, so, very you know, true. You don't even, you're not a world traveler like me, so you don't know about these different dogs about you know yeah. that people are eating. You, you, you do have an international palate, so yeah, you know. But, uh, for, but yeah. when, it comes, for, when, when it comes to hot dogs, the Wiener, okay. he loves the Wiener, Joe does. Yeah. All right, all right. So new foods hitting. Uh, we'll, we'll start with the original professional baseball team, the Cincinnati Red Stockings. They're now known just as the Reds. Coming to the Great American Ballpark this year, how about the Cheeseburger Fry Box? A hamburger topped with nacho cheese, iceberg lettuce, grilled onions, pickles, Thousand Island dressing, served on French fries. Yay or nay? I, you know, I'm trying to pull that thing up right now because I was looking at that and... Uh... Uh, it, I, I it's want to get a picture Google? of it. Re, 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 it's, it's the one with the... the uh, Fries, re, re, uh, re read design it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it again, real quick, because I know I saw it too. It, it's a hamburger topped okay. with nacho cheese, iceberg lettuce, 
grilled onions, pickles, and Thousand Island served on French fries. Oh, that's a home run right there. I mean, that, that's a burger. Yeah, that's, you know what? Especially if you're the hey, when you you know you want to kick out the starches. There, there you go. The bread's gone. Let's do. I mean, the potatoes are still there, but come on, you're trying. You know, and so you, yeah, that's a. I have to say, you go for that a burger, fries, and the bun. That sometimes I don't. I don't want anyways because you yeah. know me. I'm a I'm a health fanatic. Yeah. Oh, they have another burger there, Great American, uh, all beef burger topped with pimento cheese. Hello, bacon, crispy onions, pickles served on a pretzel bun. That's the big cheese. Now, if the pretzel's got to be that pretzel bun's got to be spot on because I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not a big. I'm I'm a real wimp when it comes to spicy. So the pimento things and so I, I don't. Uh, I, but uh, uh, let's see. What was on that? What was on that thing? Uh, pimento cheese, bacon, crispy onions, and pickles. Yeah, and it was served on. Yeah, oh yeah, the the, the, the pretzel. But I had I I had a pretzel uh, crust from I, I don't know where I think it was Pizza at one time, and it was a it was like a salt lick for cattle. <laughs> it was a pepperoni pizza, and it was like a salt lick for cattle. You know, cattle. It was so, it was like it was the only time I ever had a delivery guy have to return it and I'll exchange it. I was just like, dude, this is in is it inedible or unedible? Yeah, inedible. Um, Inedible, yeah, and and so yeah, it was just that good thing I was grazing a lot. My girlfriends, a lot of them, I was grazing, so they were yeah. able to use that, utilize <laughs> that at the time. Uh, the last thing we'll mention from Great American, we we'll throw in a dessert here: the Red Leg Soft Serve, vanilla ice cream with fruit punch, Kool Aid flavoring, and a choice of toppings. Served, of course, in a Reds helmet. Yeah, no, I don't need Kool-Aid on my, you know, I, you know, I drank enough Kool-Aid back back in the day, you know, uh, on my, I like a chocolate syrup on my ice cream. Now, now see, now, now, uh, I'll get into my ballpark order a little bit here. Um, uh, let's see, uh, who else we got here? Uh, what was the one, the, the, the Rangers got this gigantic oh. boom count thing or something, right? Uh, Hold on a second. Let me let me let me see where I got my Rangers uh, stuff here. Um, um, I I knew I I know the oh yeah here we go new Rangers food this year. I'm very excited about this, even though I won't eat any of them because we always sit in the all you can eat section, and they don't. I forced you. I didn't know there was a buffet section at the, the park there. Oh, most parks have it now. Like like they, it's out in in right field. Um, you pay like forty five bucks for the ticket, and it's all the hamburgers and hot dogs and nachos and sodas that you can drink. It so is, let me get this straight: yeah. you're at a baseball game. Yeah, you're at a baseball game, right? And you got you can just keep like you're over at your grandma's uh, on New Year's Day or something like that. Uh, you could just keep eating hamburgers and stuff at a baseball game. Yes. Wow. Oh I, yeah. I gotta check this out. Oh, I, I, I mean, look, look, it, it, they. The, the key is, and I learned this from my, my late brother-in-law, um, if you ever eat hot dogs at a ballpark, don't get a hot dog until the third inning because what they're doing is they're serving all the leftover dogs from last night first. So you got to let them ease through those, and then you go, and then you pounce. But, yes, there is an all-you – yes, Hangtown Gin, there is an all-you-can-eat section at the Rangers ballpark. I went there twice last year, and it was not disappointing at all. And you got the freshies. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so the big thing this year, the Rangers have been known for their boomstick hot dog, which is a two-foot hot dog, and it's got all the shit on there. This right. year, they have the boomstick burger, where it's two feet of pure burger and cheese with jalapenos, chilies, and onion rings on there, all for the low, low price of thirty-four ninety-five. I was gonna, you know what? I almost uh, texted you to say I want to try to guess the price of some of these foods because it ain't no six ninety nine like mm. your grandpa's stuff, you with. No, you know this is thirty five bucks and stuff. You know, I, I wanted to maybe try to guess the prices of some of these because I know they're just, you know, to, I don't know. To me, prices for stuff anymore, it's crazy. I mean, the prices people pay, but thirty five bucks, but it is a gigantic most. Gigantic piece of beef, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, it, it's two feet long. So I mean, I mean, if you have like a family, thirty-five dollars for a two-foot-long burger, you're, you're gonna you're gonna make out. You're gonna it's gonna it's gonna pay. You. Hey, kids, you're eating burger tonight, like it or not. Yeah, yeah. And you can have a party. You know, you know, they slice the sub, the big long sub down as you go along. You know, they could just be a burger though. You slice yeah. it down like a like a big two-foot sub for the party. Only you you know, we'll be able to serve both. Um, have a sub, have a big long sub, and a big long uh, hamburger thing like that. This uh, what is it? The bootylicious. <laughs> um, the other new ones. Uh, they have three more. The pizza dog. It's a hot dog, and it's covered with mozzarella and tomatoes and tomato sauce, like pizza and a hot dog combined. No thanks. Gross. Yuck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What kind of bread was in that? Um, that's just a regular bun on the pizza dog. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Then Not you've got too. then you've got the flaming hot Cheetos pretzel. It's a pretzel that's covered with Cheetos and flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm well, with me when it comes to uh, the hot stuff. Um, note to note to idiots. Um, if you go to a Ranger game and they have the the roof open, it's going to be 110 degrees, and I don't think a flaming hot pretzel. As long as you uh, back it up with like a, you know, like a, a diet seltzer water, that'll be good. Yeah, that'll taste good. Yeah, I mean, when you're at the ball game, relax. I mean, get something, get a dog. I like the way they did it at Nebraska when you buy hot dogs at the football game. The guy would throw the dog, and oh, they yeah. were pretty good arms. A couple guys, we had to use a quarterback. They would, you would wave, and then they would throw the dog you know, a couple of flights up or, you know, I mean, rows, and you'd uh, take out the dog, you put your money, because then it was like a dollar or something, yeah. you know, it was like 84, uh, and then you throw the foil, like a foil ball, crunch up your money in the foil, throw it back to there the vendor. And, and I thought that was amazing. The guy would just walk down the thing, yeah, right up here. You know, the guy would show him the hot dog, he'd take the hot dog out, and I was like, wow, that's a good system. Great, but much better than just the handing it down the row and then passing it down. Well, we're talking, we're, you know, we got 90,000 in Memorial, okay? <laughs> we're talking about 10, 13 rows. Some of the, oh, some of the rows were, were launching it maybe upper deck. Now, the last new food at the at the ballpark at Globe Life, um, uh, this one has me kind of interested. It's a brisket croissant. A croissant stuffed with brisket. With sweet baby rays and it's served donut style. Oh, yeah. like the croissant. So you got the sweet mm-hmm. with the, with the brisket, which is you know you don't have to you know we we love the brisket, especially that 
pink brisket. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Oh yeah. And, and then so, but so that's probably a good combo. I don't think they'd try it. If you know, I'd, I'd like to try that myself. It's like a it's like a breakfast sandwich from McDonald's, only it's a brisket with the with the. It better be a nice croissant. Yeah, oh, that they has to be a good croissant. They can't they they can't fuck you over on it on, on the croissant here. <laughs> Start taking the insides out of Jimmy Dean's and throwing us those. No, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, I have a, a the okay. I can't seem to get what they they are. Um, but okay, uh, okay, here we go. The White Sox. They have uh, the Champagne of Dogs, a half-pound Vienna beef foot-long hot dog served on a brioche bun topped topped with Champagne Vidalia relish and habanero mustard. You know, if I'd have been born one parish over, I'd have been the Vienna uh, sausage. You know, I'd have been the Vienna beef or whatever they call them. But that sounds tasty. I'd love to try that. Uh, how about the elote corn dog? A corn elote. I think I saw that. What? It's uh, something. Sweet. Is there something sweet on it? It's a uh, it's a corn dog covered in creamy queso fresco, topped with fresh jalapenos, grilled corn, cilantro, and cojata cheese. Whatever, I'll give it a shot. No jalapenos. Make that to go. Okay. Uh. All right. Uh. And then. Uh. Ooh. Ooh. How about the pineapple cucumber chamoy skewers? Yeah, I don't know. Pineapple cucumber, you know, I'm doing yoga next week, baby, okay? I'm fine right now. Let me just, uh, you got to pump the brakes on that. You can't serve (laughs) that at a fucking ball game. You can't serve that. You you sit down with anything green, you know, whether it be that smoothie or whatever. Get this guy out of here. I, I I don't want no damn cucumbers. Cucumbers don't belong at a baseball game. Yeah, how are you supposed to catch the home run off of like Aaron Judge when you're you're standing there with this green green kale smoothie in your hand? Fucking terrible. Uh, one more place I'll go. We'll go out to the uh, Mets and see what they're offering you this year. Well, actually, ooh, hold on a second. We'll do the Mets. Uh, the Mets have a um uh. Did I ever tell you uh, Keith Hernandez spit on me? That son of a bitch. (laughs) The fried chicken sandwich. uh, It's a fried chicken sandwich between two donuts. No, Nick. No, I'm already trying to cut down on starch with no bread. I'm not going to throw a couple of Krispy Kremes on there. How about a delicious Korean rice bowl uh, with Bugudi rice bowls with a side of kimchi? Well, as long as it's bagooty rice, you know, I might try it. But then it's got to be bagooty rice. I'll give it a shot. How about not at the ball, not at the ball game. No, that's for, you know, when I see the, the, the Yamako Giants play the Sapporo Lions or whatever. How about then we go to Seattle and you get the, um, um, oh, what the hell is this? The Tacos Del Barrio with chicken, pork, fried avocado, barbecue, brisket, quesadillas. No, you know, this is not a Mexican fucking. This is not. <laughs> this, a, is not this is not the. You, you ain't at El Phoenix. Chihuahua Real versus, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, we can't be, you know, Cinco de Mayo, have at it. No. But this is, this is, this is we play in Oregon still at this game, okay? And then you have the Yankees. The Yankees need to fucking, they need to check themselves. 
They have the Bronx burrito slash veggie Bronx burrito. Come on. No, you don't serve burritos. You know what? That was was the real one. That was the Irish mob. And then the Italian mob was the veggie. That's what that was all about. Good God. Um, all right, let's, uh, we, we've talked our baseball. The Korean dish you said is a brisket rice bowl. It's, uh, it's good. Okay. All right. I'll take your word for it. Um, now, you know what? I'm going to, I'll eat that. I'm going to eat that every, uh, December 7th. I'll have that. (laughs) (laughs) You're such an asshole. Um, all right, let's. Uh, where do you, where would you like to start? Would you like to start with the Final Four, the NFL, or the NBA? We've talked our, our talk of baseball, um, but we have a lot of sports to talk about, Joe. Yeah. Well, one thing I was curious about is, uh, uh, do you think that uh, Mr. Strickland of Strickland Propane and Propane Accessories, do you think that he was modeled after Jerry Jones? Um, possibly, yes. <laughs> Most likely, because uh, Tom Landry. Uh, Junior high that is in Arlen, Texas, really does not yes, exist. Yes, uh, Tom Landry. Uh, that, 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 who had, where's James Woods High? That, that's the family guy, right? Uh, yes, that's family guy. That's that brilliant yeah. show. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about this weekend. We got the final four. Let's get the final four out of the way. Um, oh my God, the final four is like a Missouri Valley Conference championship. I mean, what? I mean, my, my, I'm out now. My Longhorns lost last weekend. Um, Saturday, we I, have... They let that thing get away, too. That was crazy. They let that thing get away. I was, I was thinking about you because they, they clawed their way back in and they were up. Or no, they were up. Were they up bigger? They came back. But yeah, no, they we just, were up big. We were up by 13 with like three minutes left in the game. But but it's the story of all the final way that's March Madness because every game you go oh yeah look look Kentucky's way up or whatever and then you you come back to that game or something and, you know and it's a barn burner you know uh, it's crazy that it's so they're so good to watch those games yeah so first game we got is Florida Atlantic a nine seed against the number five seed San Diego State who is in the conference with Nevada and. Do you remember Julian Delgadio, who used to work for uh, Channel 4 there, the NBC affiliate in Reno? Yeah, I think he did some uh, writing in the paper, too, for high school stuff. Yes, uh, Julian Delgado is in San Diego and has been traveling with the team. Julian is going to be at the Final Four. And, He's been traveling with the uh, the Aztecs. Yes. Oh, he travels with all the San Diego teams. It's fantastic. He's got the greatest job in the world. So, yeah. Uh, the, the, the greatest job, Jim Nance, probably. Oh, yeah. And then there's a, there's a room up at the El Dorado upstairs of this guy. He's one of the, you know, um, hosts. You know, when the when the whales fly in, you know, he uh-huh. goes and plays golf with them. He goes and plays golf with them and stuff. So he's got to go play golf with rich people every day. Well, and inside, inside his office, it's just uh, the memorabilia is out of control. It's just crazy. And I'm just like, oh, this guy's job sucks. You know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but uh, uh, that would be so good. Here's the thing. If it was the national championship in football, you could tell me both mascots without even blinking an eye. <laughs> the first game, I know the Aztecs, Yeah. but Florida Atlantic, are they, I'm going to say, I think I remember them, are they the Owls? Yeah, I believe they are the Owls. I I, yeah. I think that is an Owl. So, 
Uh, I don't know any. I'll pick San Diego State just because my buddy Julian. uh, I have no idea. And then the next game is the number five Miami Hurricanes, who beat my Longhorns, fuckers, against number four UConn, uh, or four seed UConn. Um, I guess I'll I'll take Miami since they beat my Longhorns. I, I don't know enough about either of these teams. These aren't like, UConn is a historic team, but. Yeah, just yeah. I was trying to look. I think I can remember though. I was trying to pull them up, but I think I can remember. So at Florida Atlantic, San Diego State, I think is favored by two. Yes. And then the other one, uh, let's see, the other one is uh, um, Miami and UConn. Miami, UConn, UConn's laying a couple. I know. I five think, and a right? half. I, I've got five yeah. and a half here on my five. on my sheet. I get. You know what? I, I if I had you, I I'm, I would take both uh, dogs. I would take the points. Okay. You know, these things come down. These things come down to whoever has the ball last. All right. Well, hey, well, we'll, we'll we've got those games on this weekend, so we'll see how the. Uh, I got to say, kind of a, a disappointing March Madness because we don't have any big names in there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a Missouri Valley Conference yeah. championship. You know, like, you know, the Florida Gulf Coast, remember when they made it mm. a few rounds? Oh, yeah. But this is the final four. And San Diego State, which I believe, if you check your record, I believe Nevada beat them twice oh, this wow. year. Um, I, I want to stick with basketball. We're going to go to the NBA. Um. The, the the Sacramento Kings, congratulations! They uh they 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 landed a playoff spot by winning last night. They're in the playoffs. I, I'm not a big basketball guy anymore, and I've never been a Mavericks fan. But the Mavericks were doing great this season, and then they signed Kyrie Irving, and now they're not going to make the playoffs. And this is today's modern athlete, Joe. Kyrie Irving had a fan ejected from the game last week. Um, you're starting to see this more, more and more. I was the kid? Was the guy that he had ejected? Was he Jewish or was he a Gentile? I don't know. I mean, I guess he's just screaming at him. He's giving him a hard time, and they're going to eject him. When did this become such a big thing that that fans are getting ejected from games for for cheering? Yeah. He's like he might as well have uh, gotten uh, Odell Beckham Jr. instead. I mean, I like like. I, I look at this and I go, what the fuck? And this guy gets somebody ejected? A guy who's cost the Mavericks the playoffs this year? I, I, I don't get it. Kyrie Irving is a giant cancer if anybody can't see that. I mean, I mean. Yeah. And, and, and we want to talk about making money, you know, in the NBA. Sure, they got the playoffs, but they also have the play-ins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, it, it's crazy. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just, it, it, it boggles my mind. Now, yeah, do the Lakers make the playoffs? Um, I think they. Hold on a second. Let me go to ESPN. They're better. Look at that. They're better. Some people were saying without LeBron, you know. Well, he had to go watch Bronny at the McDonald's game. Right. Bronny was just. Bronny was like sneak. He was shooting from the snack bar. <laughs> um, the Lakers are. They're in the playoffs. They're an eight seed right now. They're thirty-eight and thirty-eight. Um. They're right on. They're right at the end of the. Yeah, they're right on the cusp. The Mavericks are thirty-seven and forty. They're probably not going to make the playoffs. Kings forty-six and thirty. Good season for the Kings this year. Who's their? I wonder who's their big guy. I have no idea. Yeah, I know. I'm sure it's got like eighteen thousand consonants and two vowels. 
Ogre says, I think it's delicious how the Mavs were doing great until they got Kyrie and suddenly they tanked. Ha <laughs> ha, fuck you, Mark Cuban, and eat a bag of rotten leaves, Kyrie. Um, I think the Bucks are probably going to, I mean, De'Aaron Fox is the king's big man. So there okay. you go. But, yeah, uh, I, I find it funny that the Lakers and the Mavericks probably aren't going to make the playoffs this year. I think it's fucking hysterical. So, um, yeah, because Milwaukee's, like, has the best record. And the Celtics, they're having a good year, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're they're uh, three games behind the Bucks. Uh, Celtics yeah. have a chance. The 76ers are having a good season. Um, it'll, it'll, you know, it'll, I, I was. Did you, I love all of those Jason Tatum movies, too. The action movies. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, somebody said, I'm sorry. Oh, Statham. I apologize. Statham, yeah, right. yeah, it's weird. I, I understand it. Um, I got to say, this next story is very, very interesting uh, about what Mike Gundy has said. The head coach says, I- I'm a man. I'm 40. Oh, before we get that, hold on one second. We have uh, a- another Harry Carey. Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey at Wrigley Field on this noteworthy night indeed. 8888. That's the date. And this bud's for you, Bill Murray. Thank you, Harry. I've been dying under these lights until you handed me this thing. It's such a pleasure to see you, especially on a noteworthy event like this one. Well, I don't know how I feel about night baseball. It's great in the minor leagues, but it's someplace else to go in town besides your restaurant, which is a good thing. (laughs) You know, uh, how's your mother, by the way? (laughs) How's your mother, by the way? Why would you? Harry Carey asking Bill Murray how his mother is. You gotta love Harry Carey. What? Yeah, how's your mother? You're a good kid. He's a yeah. good kid. Yeah. Um. Uh. But now back to uh, football. Mike Gundy has uh, a, an idea that could help with this transfer portal. You and I talked about this all last football season, and I imagine we'll talk about it this year as well. Yeah. The craziness that this transfer portal is. You it's get free agency in college. It is. And and you get these kids who get disgruntled because they didn't start their freshman year. So they're going to just. I ain't seen enough time, Coach Fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Well, Coach Gundy has come up with an idea a desire for contractual scholarships. Meaning, if you sign a scholarship to play at Oklahoma State, you are signing a four-year contract. Yeah, all all this money and contracts. Well, okay, well the, the two can play at that game. Yeah, you know. And, but, but but remember, the the freaking old system kind of worked. Where hey, come to our school, you know, send you you come home. Nick Saban sitting at the table with mom and dad, and you know, and of course. Did, Jimmy Johnson has already been there, and, and they're just disgusted with him. And so thank God Tom Osborne finally showed up. And you come in the house, they're recruiting you. Uh, we, we want you to play ball at, uh, at Alabama. We want you to play ball at Texas, which Texas does a great job recruiting. Uh, but, uh, and, uh, you know, so you go there. You go there. And I was saying, you know what, I, maybe, maybe you're not playing. Whatever reason, I want to I leave. That's fine. You can leave. You know, you can leave, you can you can go, but when you go there, you can practice all year with them, but you can't play for one year. Then you think about it for a minute. That kind of worked, but no, we're going to – now this transfer portal is just, hey, man, who got the most money? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's coming down to these NIL deals and things like that. Um, I, I personally think that if it continues to go this way and there is no, no uh, slowing down the transfer portal – 
we're going to see scholarships not handed out. We're going to be, they're going to start yeah. making these kids pay with their NIL deals, and I don't have yeah. a problem with that. I saw a kid from Virginia, uh, Virginia Hoops, doing a good feed store. <laughs> the good feed yeah. store. I don't know if you have them there. Yeah, we got them. Yeah, there is a guy who plays for Virginia. I believe I, I believe it was the men's uh, men's. Uh, it might even be the one from the women's team, but it, you know it's got the old Virginia, you know, the the, the logo, and, because you know in the, in the NIL you can make money, but if you can also use if you use the school, the school gets kicked down too. Yeah, I mean that's oh. something that I always really respected about Ricky Williams, uh, the second greatest running back ever at the University of Texas. Um, you know he never was on scholarship at UT. Ricky? Ricky had a minor league baseball um, deal and played with the Padres and then came over to the Rangers later. Uh, but Ricky used all his money. He bought his mother a house, his signing bonus he got because he was a That's tremendous right. baseball player. He bought his mama a house in Austin, and he paid for his schooling. He was never on scholarship. Interesting Well, story. you know why? Because when I'd go over to Ricky's place, you know, we would, we would, like, we would, he would smoke me. I, we, I, I'd be like, you got to get down and fill out that scholarship stuff. He's like, we'll get down there, bro. We'll get down there. Don't worry about it. But we, we never got down there. No, no. You, you were all, you were, you were sidelined by the weed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he'd always smoke me out, Ricky. He was good peeps. Uh, I, I love Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams, one of my all time favorite Longhorns. I like and Mike Ditka banked his career on him. Yeah, he did. And, and God, that didn't work out well. But Mike Ditka. 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 Hail um, to the throne of Ditka. Um, so I, I like this idea. I don't think it'll happen, but it, it might. It might. Who knows? Um, now, here's a very, very interesting story out of Washington, D.C., the Josh Harris slash Mitchell Rails Group, which now includes Magic Johnson, has officially submitted a bid for the Washington Commandos that meets the $6 billion asking price. That's Trump for Magic. I, I, I mean. So, so, wait, so he's, Magic's getting, because me and, me and Michael, we're selling the, the Hornets. Right. I'm letting everybody know right now. Right, yes. Yeah. So Michael Jordan looking to get out of the Hornets franchise. Well, we we, we got a round tomorrow. I'll talk to him. Um, he likes to play 36, though. Yeah, uh, I understand. Take it easy, Mike. Right, grab a nap once in a while. <laughs> um, so, uh, magic, the magic going into D.C. You know, I think it's good. The magic, all these other kids, think it, these uh, uh, you know, uh, black guys, when they're done, uh, with their pro, and they want to go into business. Who do they turn to? Oh, I would turn to Magic Johnson in a second. Yeah, yeah, they all do. They all turn to Magic, because, uh, it, which is a good thing, you know. But uh, it wasn't. I think Shaq. He has Shaq going on a bunch of these, uh, you know, uh, uh, Starbucks or a bunch yeah. of coffee shops, you know. And Shaq was like, "Black people don't uh, drink coffee." Yeah, that was Howard Schultz. I, I saw this story. I, I told it a couple weeks ago on the show. Shaq turned down Howard Schultz, and Magic Johnson took it up, and now and and uh, uh, Shaq says that was the biggest business regret of his career. It's not hooking up with Magic with some coffee shops. Yeah. Now there's a Canadian billionaire, Steve Apopoulos, who's also f- uh, submitted a six billion dollar bid. How great would it be if they took the Washington football team to Canada? Oh my God, oh my that would God. be fucking fantastic. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I would go love for the my life. capital to a foreign country. Oh, That's that would be great. fantastic. Yeah, I, I think Magic's going to get the nod. They got to use the uh, uh, what? Is, what is the uh, what's the uh, the law <laughs> for like getting into college? You know, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, right you know to make things fair oh, for everybody. Uh, you know, they got to take Magic. In other words, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I take magic affirmative magic action because of affirmative action. They've got to, they've got to allow the magic bid. I take magic because magic can make money and magic produces winners. I of mean, course, magic. I take magic in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm joking with the other, and I'm like, but yeah, of yeah. course, of course, you want magic running. You know the things. I mean, he hasn't done bad with the Dodgers. No, no, he's done great there. But here's the question: Are the Commandos really worth six billion dollars? Well, I, mean, I don't know if you know about that town, Washington. There's a lot of stuff going down. Yeah, there's there's a few crazy things happening there. But six billion dollars for a team that sucks balls. You know, and, and what is that? Uh, Cuban paid like two hundred eighty-seven million for the Mavs, and I think they're worth right around that area now. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, Jerry Jones paid like five hundred million dollars for the Cowboys. And they're the wealthiest franchise in sports. I think they're around eight to ten billion dollars. They passed uh, the Manchester United. Oh, we kick, we we kick Manchester United's ass every single year. I mean, so well, uh, yeah, I've always said that the Cowboys are the highest priced franchise in sports. And then uh, I know number two's got to be like the Yankees. Yep. Number three, I believe, is either the Lakers or the Dodgers, and then you start to get the soccer teams in there. Yeah, you start getting these soccer teams, yeah, because, you know, people don't realize that over there, I mean, they even go crazier than oh, we yeah. go over here sometimes. You know, they're out of control. They're hooligans, you know. They are. They are. They're, they are. And, they're and they over their soccer. I mean, it's crazy. Um, I, I don't know. I, I can't see spending $6 billion on the, the Washington football team. They're not you could always buy that hot dog at Texas Stadium. I could. I could. Okay. I could get that 30. If I could afford the fucking the Redskins or whatever they're called, I would be getting the Boom Burger immediately. Get a couple of them. Fire. Why don't you kick down, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we've covered that. Let's see what else we got. Okay. Before we get to the last sports story, um, now scientists have de- decided that they figured this out, Joe, but Scientists don't have the experience that you and I have. Not even close. When it comes to beer, scientists have settled the debate on which vessel keeps beer fresher for longer. Um, Is it going to be bottles or cans? Amber ales stayed fresher in a bottle. IPAs were less sensitive container type. Now, let me ask you this, Joe. Have you ever, ever, in your all your drinking days, and those are behind you, and as mine are behind me, did you ever crack open a beer and go, wow, that's the freshest beer I've ever had? Well, the first I checked, if it was gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that, you know, that, then I would check the freshness after that. I, I, I mean, I, I find... I don't know about you, Joe, but I, I look at the world now, the drinking world, and I just kind of laugh at it because you have all these different wonderful kind of beers and IPAs and and and, and these the these stouts and all this amber yeah. shit and all that. 
Just give and me and a... the breweries where they make it themselves. You know, yeah. the breweries are real big, the brew pubs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. How about you just get me a beer that gets me fucked up? How about that? Right. right. You know, uh, it, you know, it's like they want to go back because you know what makes drinking look the best is ye old pub. You know, the the old. You know, you go down and have one with family down because you know. So that's why bars. Every bar wants. That feel, you know, like a, like Cheers, where where everybody knows your name down sure. at the pub. Then drinking's fine, you know, it's fine. But uh, you know, it doesn't show the 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 uh, the other things that happen. You know, there's no golden fields of wheat, you know, blowing in the wind. No, you know, when you're doing 75 and you're spinning around 360. Uh, well, that that happened to a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I I had a friend that that happened to too. um but yes the i i like to to make fun of the modern day drinkers because man oh man these people that get to drink for taste i have no idea what you're doing and and a hard seltzer that's the rage now a hard seltzer okay i can have you know perrier came out a long time ago just throw some vodka in it (laughs) i mean seriously like i look at it i'm just like no come on you're getting drunk the really faggy way. You're probably going to get raped in the men's room, sir. <laughs> That's a great Jody Foster movie. <laughs> yeah, but now it's same sex, and it's really weird. I know. You know, like I said, I get a call from Sam. I'm halfway there going, oh, my God, it could really be Sam, you know? I, I, I just laugh. Oh, this artisanal freshness. It's beer. Oh, if it's not artisanal, it's artisanal. You know, you want your sandwich artisanal? I just know I want all the fixings. Yeah. Mayonnaise. Put it on there. I don't give a fuck. I don't know what artisanal is. Wait, let me see what artisan looks like. I'll say if I like it or not. Yeah, okay. It's all right. Just take that green kale shit off there and I'm good. I want to look at him and go, you're fucking Subway for Christ's sake. You don't know what artisanal is. Yeah, I can see through your slices of meat anyway. Well, don't be afraid to throw an extra one on there. Oh, shit, man. Arby's called, and they said they want their fucking gimmick back. God damn it. <laughs> no, 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 no. But no place has ever delivered the, the, the coupon that shows up, you know, that, that that's the greatest sandwich ever made, and you go get it, and it's wrapped in foil, and it's just sliding around oh. while you're trying to eat it. I mean, come on. I I, I mean, real. They, they, they fag you. They have fagged up the culinary world so much in the beer world and the alcohol world, all this. And they're starting to do it now in the soda world where they've got all these wonderful new independent soda contractors that are coming out. By the way, it tastes like shit. You know, Guy Fieri has his new show, Dives, Drive-Ins, and uh, Backdoors. Yeah, I mean, I do not want a blackberry soda. Blackberry soda does not sound good. If you and if you ever have a blackberry soda, it better be a Shasta. Because <laughs> mom didn't have money like that. God, Shasta tasted like fucking air air conditioner fluid. I know, no, a Shasta cola. You're telling me you, oh. that's what you had. You're not grabbing it. Come on, kid. Oh, Shasta had the worst aftertaste. And if ah. you were if you were a fat kid like me and your parents forced you to drink Diet Shasta, even though your mother worked at Dr. Pepper, but we could only have Dr. Pepper on special occasions. Well, you kids, you know what? Be grateful for what you have. Oh, Diet Orange Shasta. They, 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 served, 
They served that at Auschwitz. They had to. You know what? You throw that with a with, I say throw in a shot of white wolf vodka with a diet orange shaster, and I'm telling you right now, you got a drink that every raging alcoholic would love. <laughs> man, oh man. Oh God. I hate Shasta so much. Oh, wow, you got like a like a thing going. All right, no more oh, Shasta talk, buddy. Oh God, I can make fun of that shit all day long. Shasta but the was thing the is, it's just the, the houseboats. You go up to Lake Shasta, you take a houseboat. It's unbelievable. Now, now let me ask you this, real quick, because you you hit it right on the head. If you didn't have a lot of money, you got Shasta. Um, right. You remember taking those like cross country trips or long drives with your parents? Now, oh yeah, the green Gran Torino station wagon. Uh, we we had a, a blue, a, a, a light blue which faded to white Dodge Dart, four doors. Windows always rolled up, both parents smoking. <laughs> well, of course. And, and the ashtrays ashtray just full. Yeah, oh, completely full, right? And they barely cracked the window to throw out the butt because the ashtray is too We're not eating the outside, and it's more aerodynamic. Keep yeah. the windows up. And then you get to sit in the back seat, and you're next to the cooler. And and back then, we had, uh, we had an igloo cooler, the igloo company, and it wasn't like the cool Yetis today. This thing did not keep shit really that cool. It was a box that was waterproof, right? And you'd have all your Shastas in there. Dad would have a few beers before he quit drinking. And then for some reason, every mother in the world would put a bag of sandwiches back there. Now, oh, they, yeah. And, and these are back when, when, when the ice, it would melt because this wasn't an igloo cooler. And you... If, if, if you were Styro, you were really, really ghetto. Yeah, and, and you take the sandwiches out. No matter that they're wrapped in plastic, they're always wet. And nobody, They're like the ones from the Griswolds. Yeah, and, and nobody wants an ice-cold sandwich. Well, they don't want a soggy one. You give me a crisp uh, deli sub that's a little you know, cold, but, but I don't want the bun to be, you know, uh, just dissolve. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like it, it was the worst. And they would put chips back there, and your chips are cold. You're like, why are you putting the chips in the damn in, in, in the cooler? Yeah, because that's you know I've learned that later in life. You know, the the that's like a bad place for uh you know the the, the moisture. It'll it'll wreck them. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, fucking terrible. But th- those were the road trips when we were growing up. Oh man. Oh, Shasta yeah, those were, soda. Those were great. And like you said, they the, had the cooler, but the ice never stayed. By the time, by time you got to uh, Marriott's Great America, it was just water. Yeah. Back then, that thing. And uh, it was always a Shasta. And you knew that you had a job when you left the hotel. You First thing you yeah. had to do was dump the water out of the cooler. You, you, you leave the empty cooler in the car, right? And then when it was time to leave... You go upstairs and you fucking fill that cooler with all the hotel ice you can get. Well, well, of course, uh, that's uh, you know I'm gonna write this stuff down, Arnie. You know I, you know I was more of a righteous man growing uh-huh. up, and I never took an extra cube that I didn't deserve. Now, and let me just tell you that the the hotel ice, hotel ice is the worst ice known to mankind because it melts within ten seconds. Well, and of course, Frankie, Johnny, and, and Steve did the, the, the first trip to Disneyland. They're, who knows what the fuck they're doing to that ice in there. All right. Our final sports story of the day, since we went off on a tangent. Oh, sorry. Hello, friends. We have exciting news regarding 
this year's playing of the Masters. Are you ready for this? You ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sir Nick Faldo is going to make a comeback to the broadcast booth and join Jim Nance this year at the Masters. Okay, so let me make sure we got this right. Our boy is coming back, sir. Nick Faldo. I was at his coronation. Mm-hmm. Goddamn right. <laughs> the coronation. You didn't become the queen guy. Well, I don't know. The way he talks a little bit. But anyway, uh, so uh, so not David Faraday. You keep him out of you keep him out of Augusta. They yeah. better have like you know Brian Dennehy from Rambo out by the bridge <laughs> there. And so David Faraday tries to come to the Masters. You know, no, we don't. You know, we don't need trouble. Just turn it around. I love the fact that Matt, uh, that Nick Faldo retired, but he's coming back to do the Masters. I fucking yeah. love because Ian Baker Finch sucks. Yeah, and why do you think why do you think Nick's coming back to do it? Why? Because he's the man. Because he's the best at it. Uh, who, who, I, is there anybody playing that's any good? Uh, there's one fella. <laughs> there's one guy. That's right, buddy. There, that's there. why Nick's coming back. He's showing some props. Yep. He's throwing out some props. The Tiger, he's coming back to call it. He's like, I'm not going to miss this. Yeah, really? I got a front row seat mm-hmm. if Tiger pulls this off. And, uh, and I picked it. I picked it the day after his car accident. If I'm right about this, I will go down as the greatest prognosticator of all time. You will go down as the best proctology prober of all time. <laughs> uh, Joe, thank you so much for doing extra time today uh, in, in, in our opening day sports show. I really, really do appreciate it. You are the, you, you are the man, Joe. Well, I appreciate it. I have a lot of fun all the time, and trust me, it's a pleasure more than it's a pleasure more than anything to do it. So I, I love it. All right, buddy. Well, hey, you have a great weekend. Enjoy opening day, and I will talk to you next week, pal. Okay, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Now, when we come back, I got some shit to get off my chest about the city of Reno. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Little boy in a baseball hat Stands in the field with his ball and bat Says I am the greatest player of them all Puts his bat on his shoulder Tosses up his ball And the ball goes up And the ball comes down Swings his bat all the way around The world's so still You can hear the sound The baseball falls To the ground Now the little boy Doesn't say a word Picks up his ball He is undeterred Says I am the greatest there has ever been And he grits his teeth and he tries it again And the ball goes up and the ball comes down Swings his bat all the way around The world's so still you can hear the sound The baseball falls to the ground He makes no excuses, he shows no fear He just closes his eyes 
and listens to the cheers. Little boy, he adjusts his hat, picks up his ball, stares at his bat, says, I am the greatest. The game is on the line, and he gives his all one last time. Ball goes up like the moon so bright, swings his bat with all his might. And the world's as still as still can be, and the baseball falls. And that's strike three. Now it's supper time, and his mama calls. Little boy starts home with his bat and ball. Says I am the greatest That is a fact But even I didn't know I could pitch like that Says I am the greatest That is understood But even I didn't know I could pitch that good For the first time in 86 years, the Red Sox have won baseball world championship. Can you believe it? Tessie is the royal root is rally cry. Tessie is the tune they always sung. Tessie echoed April through October night. After serenade installed the name in young. Tessie is a maiden with a sparkling eyes. Tessie is a maiden with a Tessie always carried them away Up the road from third base to 
the phonetic spelling rather than all O's, W's, and Z's. Gives them some character, though. G-W-O-S-D-Z is the spelling, but it's pronounced goosh. Here's our new camera position. Can show you the keister of John Vukovic quite often. First base coach. God damn it, Harry. Oh, Harry, you make me laugh so much. I miss Harry Carey uh, more than any other baseball announcer in the world. Um, now, if you missed the first two hours with Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, you can always go to ArnieRadio.com. Uh, after the show, you can upload it. You can download it. You can do whatever you want. You can listen to it. You can speed it up. You can slow it down. Um, you can do whatever you like, but just do it. Uh, Zach just texted, great show today. Uh, it's just started, uh, and my Cubs are already 10 games out. Not true. Come on. Today is the day. Um, all right. I promised you that I would do this, and I made a promise to a friend of mine that I would do this, so I'm going to do this. News story was sent to me yesterday by a dear friend, and they sent me this news story, and the news story says that 
more than $28 million will be used to construct an intake center at the Nevada CARES campus. The Washoe Board of County Commissioners is expected to approve the contract. That'll develop 120 units of affordable, supportive housing to help individuals transitioning out of homelessness. Now, this is phase three in the project, which brings the cost to this project to $179 million. Now, let me tell you why I'm about to go fucking off. You know that that I support people who decide to risk their lives for others, whether they be in the military, police officers, and firefighters. I've known a lot of people that have been in the military, and I still know some people that are in the military. And I thank them for their service, and I will stand and fight for you as long as I can till the day I die. I know a few police officers, and I, I, I feel the same way. It just so happens that most of my friends that I have that are in public service are in the fire industry. It, it just happens. And I'm not putting down the police, and I'm not putting down the military. Um, and I, I, I tend to stand up for them more because I know more of them. Two of my very, very dearest friends are firefighters. Not to mention others that I I don't even mention. So this is going to be very, very fire-friendly right here. City-friendly, not at all. The reason I bring this up, $179 million to home, uh, to, to, to provide a place for the homeless. While the Reno Fire Department, you know, you heard about defunding the police. And and look, I think it's asinine and I think it's stupid to defund the police. But what I think is even dumber and more asininer, if that's a word, is that the city of Reno has decided to defund the fire department. They have spent $179 million on a place to house the homeless while the Reno Fire Department not has one but has two fire stations that are modules and made of tents. One of those tents this winter has ripped. Now, I know that you're on the West Coast and I know that you have been following the weather. And the weather has been quite bad in the greater Reno-Sparks area, which means it's been quite cold. And you're forcing firefighters to sleep in the cold. Men and women who run into burning buildings while other people are running out. You're saying you're not good enough. You're not as good as the homeless. We will provide shelter and amenities to the homeless. But, hey, firefighters, here's a fucking tent. Well, I've got a real fucking problem with that. 
So let's let's do what we like to do here on the show. Let's make a phone call, shall we? Hello, you have reached the Reno Direct Message Center. Please leave a detailed message, and if you would like a return call, please leave your name, number, and the best time to call. Calls will be returned during regular business hours. Please be advised that all information provided to Reno Direct is subject to the City of Reno's public record and available for public review. Upon request, you may choose to remain anonymous. However, the city will not be able to provide follow-up information regarding your request. Thank you. Record your message at the tone. When you are finished, hang up or press pound for more options. Yes, this is going to be an anonymous call because you don't deserve to know my name. Um, I was just wondering to whoever reads this or listens to this call, who do you call when your house is set on fire? Do you call homeless people there to come put out the fire? I'm just wondering because you're treating your firefighters in the city, the people who provide you safety, you're treating them like they're a bunch of bums. You'll spend $179 million to house homeless people, but you can't even fix one of the rip tents that the fire department has? How is it that the city mayor keeps getting reelected who keeps dropping the ball? Oh, does she drop the ball because she's never been around balls before? It's sassinine. It's sickening. What you've done to that city is it's criminal. How dare you? Do that to first responders. How dare you force them to fucking sleep in the, in the snow? Oh. In the immortal words of Al Pacino. Fuck you too. There you go. I, 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 I saw this story and in, 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 I, I, I think about what firefighters do. You know, they 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 actually don't just sit around the firehouse all day, you know, making omelets and working out. They're actually training. They actually have to go through rigorous training, and they, they have to do a lot of jobs around there. They're not just sitting around getting fat. They're working to become better firefighters to save you faster. They're working to put out fires faster. And do you know what that needs? That needs support from the city. This is the same city, by the way, that sold a beautiful piece of land that belonged to the fire department in downtown Reno. They took it away from the fire department and they sold it to the Reno Aces for a dollar. Now, I love, is it still Greater Nevada Field? I, I think it's a beautiful little ballpark, a great double-A ballpark. Um, fun place to go watch baseball. But not on the backs of the firefighters. I, 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 I think what you did to them with that was a giant slap to the face. I think what you continue to do to the fire department is a giant slap to the face. And let me just say this. Thank God that those men and women of the Reno Fire Department have something called integrity. 
Because I tell you this right now, if I got a call that the mayor's house was on fire and I was literally across the street from it and I had to pee, I wouldn't even fucking piss to put that fucking fire out. Fuck you, Mayor Sheevy. You dirtbag. And, 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 and by the way, by the way, the liberals in, in northern Nevada who have turned into progressives, and you know who I'm talking to. You know who I'm talking to. All you fuckers that got so butthurt on 2016, in November of 2016, when Donald Trump was elected, that you decided to start throwing your two cents in, even though you never had any training in politics whatsoever. You've caused this. So when God forbid your house catches on fire, or even worse, you have a medical emergency and it takes a little longer for the fire department to get there because they're not given the right tools, instead of blaming the firefighters or even the department, how about you go down to that really tall building right in the front of downtown, you open up the doors, and you go, hey, Hillary Sheevy, why did my daughter die because the fire department couldn't get here on time? Why is this on? What, 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 what do you have to say about that? It's not the fire department's fault. It's not the firefighter's fault. It's you and this whole bullshit system. No time for that. That, that That's bullshit. But Reno Fire Department, you know I, I got your back. I'll always have your back. All fire departments. I don't, I, 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 I don't care. It, no. No, no, no. And, and, and by the way, Reno, don't don't even try to make a big deal out of 9-11 anymore because you obviously don't give a fuck about firefighters. You just don't. And if you did, they wouldn't be living in tents. I'm sorry, ripped tents. That was righteous ire. Firefighters also have to clean, maintain, and test equipment to make sure it doesn't malfunction at the wrong moment. They have to stay up on medical tech and save lives. Fuck the city of Reno for what they've done. I agree. I, I, I think it's terrible. I think it's deplorable. People that run, uh, like I said, I don't know how that mayor keeps getting elected. All you have to do, it's an easy test. I mean, we can look at America right now and go, Joe Biden is not going to be reelected in 2024. You can look at the streets. Look at the fucking homeless. But, but I, guess, I guess you can anymore. Because I, I, I can say, look at the streets of San Francisco, yet Gavin Newsom keeps getting reelected. Oh, I'm just going to tell you real quick. And this, uh, for all my Reno listeners out there, you know I'm right about this. You're turning into little San Francisco. You just don't have a bait. You've got all the homeless drug problems. Have they allowed shitting in the streets yet? By the way, that's my favorite thing to do on Twitter is to troll Gavin Newsom. Whenever he comes out about laws passing, about guns, and how he's against it, I go, thank you so much for passing laws that allow me to defecate in the middle of the street every single time he texts. When's that going to happen? When, when are they going to allow that in Reno? I can't wait. You've turned a great town, and I'll say it, it and, and look, I'm looking to go back there to perform this summer. I might be performing in Reno. You've turned a great little city into a fucking cesspool. I, I, I mean, it, 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 
it, it, it, it is going, it is Stockton-esque. I'll say that much for it right now. Um, maybe they should do that. Maybe they should just get rid of all the firefighters and make the homeless battle fires. I'm sorry, that, that's just, I, I don't like when we take things away from people that are there to help us. I just don't. I don't, I don't think that's right. These men and women, they get paid, and, and if they work overtime, they can make a lot of money. I don't have a problem with firefighters making money. I just don't. Are, are, you going to, are, are you going to be able to run into a building that's on fire? Are you going to be able to go into a bathroom where somebody has taken a shotgun and blown their own head off? Are you going to be able to stomach that and handle it? And by the way, this is on a daily basis. Are you going to be able to do that stuff? Are you going to be able to go to a scene and, 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 and see a kid that's been killed? Are you going to be able to do that? Does firefighters have to do that? The closest a homeless person gets to a fire is to reach out and light their crack pipe with it, and that's probably what started the damn fire. All right. I, I, I hope that was uh, decent enough for uh, my friends at the Reno Fire Department. Uh, I, I didn't hold back, and I, I won't. I should have left my number and, and told them to call me and debate this on the phone. But uh, the reason why I didn't is because, first of all, they'd never call me. They know that they can't out-debate me on this. They know they're wrong. They can think that they're right. And, and, and look, I, I, don't, I, I don't have... Uh, a, a target on the homeless. I, I think cities should look into ways to moving the homeless out and getting it. The problem is, is that you're trying to make these people do something that they don't want to do. They want to live on the street. Not all of them. I look, look, look. I understand that sometimes life can get to you and it gets you down. We're talking about generations of people that have lived on the street. And that have been helped left and right and continue to choose to live on the streets. This, the city is not their personal bank or their personal resource. You need to fix the solution without taking away from others. Hey, you want to take away from somebody? I don't know. Take away from uh, the dog catchers. Uh, take it, take, take, there's plenty. I imagine that in Reno, there are plenty of social programs that they can take away from. God forbid, because we need all these social programs in place. I'll stop. I'll stop because I went too far. And I've been known to do that. <laughs> now, let's go to another stupid city here. Well, yeah, we'll go to the stupid city first. Oh, man. A state panel considering payments of, um, uh, uh, what is this, uh, reparations is demanding an increase. Now, I don't know what this is for. An increase to $800 billion from the previous $640 billion that they were talking about before. And says this is only a down payment with even more money needed in the future. 
Once again, yesterday we did the story about someone who was on the reparations task force who says, we have no idea how they're going to pay us this money. Um, and I know that Sacramento is talking about it and all this kind of stuff is talking about these reparations. I'm going to tell you something that 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 you should be hurt. You should hear. There is no way you can afford this. Ever. Uh, the only there is only, California could pay this if they if, if let's say an earthquake happened. And I don't know, an island of cobalt floated up and fell right there in its lap. And billions of pounds of cobalt were what we're protecting in Africa right now. So we can make all these cars and these cell phones. That would be about the only way that this might even happen. Now, this estimate comes to $125,000 for the 1.8 million black residents of San Francisco, which is a far cry from the $8 million that they're requesting. By the way, they've done the math. This will cost California residents. Are you ready? Is everybody sitting down that lives in California? What will this cost you? This will only add $600,000 a year to your taxes. Before anybody writes down or calls and says, but Arnie, I don't even make it. It, 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 it doesn't matter. When you start to say that, somebody's going to go, so shut up, bitch. Arnie, I, 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 I don't make 600. It doesn't matter what you think. Yeah, see, it, it doesn't matter. They're going to make, they're going to get it on you. $600,000. I don't know if that's a year. I know that's the initial price, but, you know, they're asking for $93,000 a year uh, to be paid for the next 250 years, along with $1 houses and wiping out all their debts. So there you go. Enjoy that, California. Oh, by the way, by the way, uh, this is not – Can we can we just do this real quick? Um, we're going to change the name of that that segment right there when we talk about California because this has nothing to do with reparations. Zero. I know I'm a honky and I probably can't talk about this, but I'm going to talk about this. Reparations have to do with slavery. There was never slavery in California. It was never legalized. And you've all come out and said you're talking about mainly from the 40s till current day. That's not slavery. That's not reparations. That's a, that's a shakedown. That's hush money. Oh, and also bullshit. That's what it is. It's pure stupidity at its finest. Once again. Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. Now, in a story that warms the cockles of my heart, Avi Silverberg, 
is a uh, power lifter. And he has had enough. Um, he did this last Saturday at the Heroes Classic Tournament in Alberta, Canada. And he's had enough with the bullshit transgender, woke gender self-ID laws. So he decided... And God bless him for doing this. And by the way, by the way, this is the slippery slope. And you know what? I, I, I haven't done it in a while, and I have to do it because... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! I don't want to... <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot! Say my name. Kendall, you got breaking news? What's your breaking news? Let's see. Wait, wait. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, Open this link. Oh, my. The the Kunon Shaman has been released? Jacob Chansley released from prison after being sentenced to four years? He's been released from prison early and is set to enter a halfway house. Wow, Ken Dog, thank you so much. Interesting. We'll get back to this. Ken Dog, I, I, I promise I'll get back to this. Let me, let me finish this story here. Um, bearded Abby Silberberg has tired of this bullshit and said enough is enough. So what did he do? He went down to the Canadian Powerlifting Union, which allows anyone to identify as a woman and compete in a female category. So, Abby, a lifelong powerlifter, went down there and broke the female bench press record for the, for the 84-kilogram women's category. He broke it with a 270-pound bench press. Canadian rules allows anybody who self-identifies as a woman to compete. Fuck, 270? Hell, back in my day, I could have been a fucking Canadian world fucking record holder. I could bench over 270. Hell, I did 270 for fucking reps. Um, I, I applaud this gentleman for breaking the record and, and doing this. Um, this is one of these people, uh, let's see. What, what what's this idiot has to say? Come on, play. No, I won't play. Uh, trans identity, my man. Arn Anders, Albert Canada's powerlifting record. Yeah, you ain't that fucking strong, Hulse. I love it. I love it. That is so fantastic. Good. Good. And, and he did this for a reason. He's not going to keep content, can, competing as a woman. He just wanted to show how stupid this whole thing is, that trans athletes, men, are competing in women's sports and beating them. Now, what I was right about was this. Someone will see this. I'm not the only person who's witnessed bad parenting, right? 
there you there's there's a rule here in the state of Texas that you can only be I I, I think you can only be the oldest you can be is 19 to play high school football. Now, why is that a rule? Well, it's a rule because see, we have the no pass no play rule here in Texas. So if you fail, you're probably not going to be able to play. And and a lot of people go, well, he's 19. He's always, he failed. That's not what it is. Parents used to hold their kids back. They would hold their kids back so their kids would be bigger. Literally, like, kid, they, they, there were some stories of, like, eight- or nine-year-olds that were in kindergarten. Now, they were homeschooled, so they, they flew through kindergarten, through through. But they, by the time they made it to high school, they're, they're 20 years old and they're playing high school football against a bunch of 16-year-olds. So they had to put this rule in place. The same thing is going to happen here. It's already starting to happen. We're going to get parents who want their kids to go to college. They can't afford to send their kids to college, but their kids are decent athletes. But their kids aren't good enough athletes on the boys' team to get scholarships. They can't even crack the starting lineup on the boys, let's say, basketball team. But they're 6'4", but they're not athletic. They're not that great at it. There's better players on the team. So what are mom and dad going to do? They're going to say, hey, why don't you say that you're a girl and join the girls' team? Lo and behold, they join the girls' team, and that team goes to state. And now we have a transgendered youth who's going to get a basketball scholarship over an actual girl to play college basketball and take the spot of a female. And for some odd reason, a lot of people in this country are okay with that. I'm not one of those people. I don't know any, well, I do know some of those people, I would imagine. Oh, I'm picturing a couple people in the Reno area, especially, uh, that would be okay with that. That's not okay. The constant war on women needs to stop. Ladies, I'm on your side. I have never, ever wanted to be a woman. I never will want to be a woman. But the way society is treating you, you know that I'm on your side. You know the ass family's on your side. Because this is stupid. This really is stupid. And by the way, by the way, college coaches don't give a fuck because they're hired to win. Of course a college coach is going to recruit a fucking boy if he can dominate and score in the paint. They're there to win. And if the league says it's okay, they're going to do it. So goodbye, lady sports. Just going to tell you that right now. Get ready. Oh, and and you know how I, I, I just told you and – Mark my words, March 30th, in the year of our Lord, 2023, you're going to see it start happening younger and younger. Pretty soon, that girls' travel team, that girls' under-11 travel soccer team is going to have about four or five 11-year-old or lower boys on that team. Good luck explaining that one to your daughters. Mm Mm-hmm. 
that was great. You should see downtown Virginia Street homeless everywhere, camped out, some even right across the street from City Hall. No one cares anymore. Downtown is a ghost town except the homeless. That just sucks. That's fucking terrible. All right, so the uh, QAnon shaman is this like, let's see if uh, it's here. Uh, they, they've let him go. It's not on Fox News yet. Um, huh. I don't see anywhere. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but um, let's see. Uh, po- Post millennial. Let me read this story. If it comes up. Um, lawyer representing the shaman has stated that his client has been released from prison early. Jacob Chansley, 35-year-old, pled guilty in 2021 uh, to civil disorder and violent entry to the Capitol building, which he didn't violently enter. Uh, He was sentenced to 41 months in a federal prison. His attorney said that he had been released from prison early and was relocating to a halfway house. Why don't they let him just go home? Isn't it interesting? Is this going to be the new thing now? Is that we're going to see more and more of these people that were protesters at the January 6th released because the truth is out there? Isn't it amazing when the truth does come out? My stupid ex did that with our son, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, held him back? Held him back so they could be bigger? Yeah. Oh, I can see that. Um, this is going to be really, really interesting to watch happen how this unfolds, because the left, and, and, and I shouldn't just say the left, but it is the left, they, keep, they still keep bringing up January 6th. January 6th this, January 6th that. Oh, this insurrection was the worst thing that ever happened to our country. Um, I don't know about that. I don't think it was. I still think 9-11 is a lot worse, but that's me. Oh, my God. Oh, I just read. This is fucking terrible. The Nashville shooter was having private counseling sessions with the school's head pastor before the massacre where the shooter shot his nine-year-old daughter dead because he wasn't on site. Oh, God, that that quick bullet death to that shooter was way too good. Way too good. I'm in the immortal words of the Jesus from from the big Lebowski. If I'd have been one of them cops, I'd have taken her gun and stuck it clean up her ass and pulled the trigger until it went click, click, click. Uh, Adios, family. Have a great Thursday. You too. Uh, that's because it's worse. Don't get me started on that fuck job 9-11. Um, people are, 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 are paying attention, right? I mean, I mean, this, this idea, and I, I know we talked about it yesterday, um, this trans day of vengeance that's planned. It, it, just the name alone, and there's there's 
there's images of guns on there, which we've been told are bad. Images even of guns are bad. Another train derailed in Minnesota carrying corn syrup. The war on Skittles is real. Boy, you better not fuck with Skittles. Um, I, I'm not going to keep saying what I've been saying. I'm, I'm not because it. We're not treating these people. We're, we're not. All we said, it, we're trying to protect kids. That's it. Now, look, if, if you want to get into a debate with me about book bans that they're doing in Florida and all this kind of stuff, we can have that conversation. I'd love to have that conversation because I'm not one who likes to ban books. I think that's kind of wrong. Now, now, are there are there times and places for certain books? Absolutely. I don't think that we need things like Pet Cemetery in an elementary school library. That's just me. That's just my opinion, okay? If you want it in there, we can sit down and debate it. Okay, great. But they want to get rid of all these books, and, and I can. that would be the liberal side of me then coming out, saying, well, why is this book so bad? I still don't know why Huck Finn is bad because the N-word's in there. What do you think they called? Uh, I, I mean, honestly, let, let, let's, all, let, let's all jump on the ship real quick. What were black people called in the 1800s and in the early 1900s? What were they called? I'm not going to say the word. We all know what they were called. And when those books were written, they were written back in that time frame. So we're going to take out words that they used back then? Just what? To make people feel better? I still don't think that if you call, you know, N-word Jim, you know, black in there, it, it doesn't it doesn't minus the fact that he was a slave. But this isn't that debate. We're not talking about books here. We're talking about allowing teachers to hide what their kids are wanting to do to their bodies from parents. They're hiding their pronouns. They're hiding them, possibly taking gender-blocking fucking drugs. By the way, I think it was Alicia who sent this to me. Why is it, real quick, you know how we hear about the 58 billion different genders out there? Why is it, then, if you have reassignment surgery... You can only pick male or female. Aha! You can't go to the doctor and just go, hey, cork me up. I'm asexual. You'd be like, no, we, 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 no, no, that's not an option. I want to be a Ken doll. I want to be smooth down there. That's not an option. There's only two genders. All you fucktards out there, gender's a social construct. Fuck you. That's stupid. Next. Move on. We have males and females. That's it. 
Just like every other animal on the planet, there are males and females. I don't think there's a bunch of cows walking around a, a, a pasture right now going, I'm non-binary. When a giant bull fucking rolls up and is about to unload its big old cock in a cow, that cow doesn't look at him and go, no, I, I identify as a male. No. doesn't do us justice by leaving that word. If we can't say it, shouldn't talk about it, whatever the word it is. But this whole idea that, that, that people are cutting shit off or adding shit to their body, and, and only 10% of them, by the way, even though this giant fucking new amount of people, I mean, we're, we're, we're causing thousands, millions of people damage you know, they go to state houses in Oklahoma and overturn it, but nobody's arrested because that's not an insurrection, even though it is, um, because that wouldn't be politically correct. And we wouldn't know what jails to throw them in. <laughs> this has got to stop. I'm done. Uh, th- just stop. Y- y- you aren't smart enough to have a conversation with me. Anybody who wants to call and talk about this and, and battle on its side saying I'm wrong here, please call. Please. I would like to know how I'm wrong on this. Oh, and, and maybe you can also tell me what Joe Biden has done to make this country better since since Donald Trump. I know I won't get any calls on that one. Never get any calls on that. Um, let's see, uh, all right, did that story. Well, let's see. Wrong about what? Oh, I'm not wrong. About this whole transgender thing, how this is all just stupid. I'm not wrong about this. This is, all this is are a bunch of people that didn't have enough attention paid to them as kids. And they're not creative creative enough to do anything on social media to get them recognized. So the way they're going to be recognized in their peer groups and and everywhere is that they're going to start doing shit like this. And if you call them out on it, then you're the bad guy. I'm not the bad guy. I'm right on this. And and, and look, if you want to do that, you go right ahead. Hey, I'm not going to stop you. I I, I don't think it should be illegal to have drag shows. They shouldn't be at, at schools. I, I watched a, uh, a congressional meeting yesterday. Matt Gates was at it, and he had the director of Homeland Security, this big old black guy, and one of the, uh, the four or five-star generals, I believe, of the Marine Corps. And he asked him about drag shows at military bases and who's paying for it. And the leader of Homeland Security says, well, we don't support any of that. He goes, oh, you don't support any of that. And he rattled off nine different drag shows at nine different bases from Nullis all the way to Ramstein. And these drag shows that are taking place. And he asked, who pays for this? And, of course, the director of Homeland Security, the black dude, is like, well, we still... He answered the same way all the time. We do not support this or... uh." Finally, the Marine guy after the end goes, hey, can I get a copy of those? Because I had no idea this stuff was going on. Totally threw the director of Homeland Security under the bus. Why are we having drag show? Oh, to help morale. To help morale? 
I bet you you can get that damn dog catching a Frisbee for a whole lot cheaper than you can get a damn dog show. Hell, call the fucking USO. Fucking tag me in. I'll do it. I would, I would love to be a part of the USO and go entertain troops. Oh, that would be, that would be amazing. That would be such an honor to be able to go and do stand-up for our troops. Holy shit, sign me up. I've asked about it, but nobody can seem to get me in or they don't want me. I don't care. Like me or not, I'm free entertainment for y'all. It's either me or the drag show. We had Basque Day at high school, dudes chewing the nuts off sheep, and that was that was culture. Yeah, I mean, there you go. This is not culture. I mean, I mean, is that really a, a culture aspect of America, is men dressing like women and women dressing like men? Or that monkey that rides the dog at football games, that would boost morale. Absolutely. Hell, even the lady, the Chinese lady spinning plates. Boy, I hated that halftime show. That was my least favorite halftime show of all. Get the kids that fucking do the slam dunks with the trampolines. Christ's sake, drag shows at military bases. What the fuck? Oh, my gosh. All right, last three here. This first one, I I just do not understand people. Um, a pair in Nigeria was excited to uh, get married. The groom looked great in his suit. His bride was stunning in a classic white dress. Friends and family doted over the beautiful couple, thrilled to witness their union. As the soon-to-be husband and wife stood at the altar, the guest awaited the dreamy moment, not knowing that drama would soon follow while exchanging vows. The wife then confessed something that became a turning point in their relationship. Now, this is in Nigeria, so I don't know how this would happen. Because this... I wouldn't be surprised at something like this happening in, in America, but uh, da, da, da. it turns out the woman chose that moment right there at the altar to tell her future admitted husband that she was actually the mother of four children. She said to have kept him in the dark. Even though they've been together for four years. Um, whether the bride feared abandonment or had other reasons for not telling the groom remains unclear. But timing uh, proved to be all wrong. The man stopped listening and soon just walked away. Now, now I first of all, how in the fuck do you hide four kids from a guy you've been dating for four years? I mean, do y'all live in different villages and, and communicate on coconuts and, and, and monkey guts? Like, 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 you know the old cup phones, but you take a coconut and you take a bunch of monkey guts, stick that in there, and I guess you can have your conversations. How do you hide four kids? 
Does it does it give the age of the kids? In the clip is garnered millions of views. Guest walked in. He only uttered four years, and she just told me. She just told me that she has four kids. Oh, wait, wait. Is there, is there actually working video on this? These are just still shots. No, no working video. Damn it. Um. So uh, was the guy right or wrong? I, I got to say the guy was totally right. A single mom, that's worse. And that's only because they were at that point the ceremony where the pastor says, does anyone object? And she knew the kids would be saying something at this point, so she had to um, come clean. Oof. Boy, you were minutes away. Like, that's the Leon Lett Super Bowl moment where he's about to score a touchdown and Don Baby bats that ball away from him. In the Cowboys' case, they still won the Super Bowl. In this moron's case, they didn't get married. They sitting in house. Is that baby crying? No, that was a cat. We don't own a cat. Like if they met like four weeks ago, and they decided to get married. Okay, I can see that. I don't agree with it, but I can see it. Four years. Four years, y'all been dating. Didn't he get worried? You spend an awful lot of time at that school, and you're not even a teacher. Maybe that's one of those things you should probably put out there first, I, I, or or, or I, early on. I would I would say early on. Now that's next door. I I gotta tell you. Look, look here. Look, this is some of the stupidest things I've ever read in my life. Newborn tragically dies from amateur medical procedure. Popular with some immigrants or migrants. Now, first of all, the only amateur medical procedures I know about are like putting a Band-Aid on a cut. If the cut's real bad, you put super glue on it. Okay, that's some amateur shit right there. They ain't talking about that. What they're talking about happened in Italy. With something that's called an at-home circumcision. Holy shit! Now, do you go to the CVS or the Walgreens in Italy? Uh, Escusi. 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 Babbity boopy. Kick calls, huh? Babbity boopy. Babbity boopy. Babbity babbity. Boopity bopper. Excuse me, uh, do you have the uh, at-home circumcision kit? Looking to do some circumcising this weekend. <laughs> I'm fucking dying. Fuck the N-word. Coconuts and monkey gut phones in the jungle. That's so wrong on many levels, starting with there are no coconuts in the jungle of Africa. AIG. See, you get it. Nope, nope, uh uh-uh, nope, never. So when you die, this this project, who do you tip, right? 
Um, it seems that um, the migrants are from Nigeria. A uh, 20-year-old infant's mama found a police patrol, asked for help. The officers rushed uh, the mother and the infant to the hospital. Doctors declared the child dead on arrival. Not laughing at that. Both women face charges of aggregated manslaughter and illegal exercise of a profession. child's mother also faces an investigation on suspicion of conspiracy to commit manslaughter. I mean, it, it, the, the, the kit has like... Uh, like three pieces. There's some scissors and some other stuff there. Um, similar cases have happened over the last few years. Parents from Ghana descent. Boy suffered a cardiac arrest. Ended up at the Bologna Hospital. B-L-O-G-N-A. That's Bologna. Uh, where he died. Boy, that's a delicious hospital. Another infant, five months old as well, died in Port City of Genoa after his mother and grandmother of Nigerian or- origin Called for emergency help after attempting a circumcision at home. You know, you see, look, I know that there's a lot of debate on to circumcise or not to circumcise. Let me let me end part of this debate real quick. Um, if the choice is not to circumcise or do it at home, I'm gonna lean towards having the beard, the 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 weird looking elephant nose penis. Cause you see, I don't want to do an at home one. Just that, that just doesn't sound right to me. That'd be like, you know, hey, I'm doing an at-home lung procedure. Hey, uh, uh, Gail, what are you doing this weekend? You want to come over for a barbecue? Sorry. Sorry, Jim, can't make it this weekend. I've, I've got this kit that I bought from the thrift store. It's a, it's a circumcision kit, and we're going to try it out on the new baby. Well, let me know how it goes. I mean, you don't do that at home. You don't do that. At home circumcision kit. Jesus. Oh, man. We got the uh, at home liver removal kit. This is a wonderful aisle at CVS. You see all these jaundiced people in that fucking aisle. Oh, please take out my liver. <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> circumcision kit. Oh, yeah, we're qualified enough to do that. Oh, no, you're not. All right, final story today. <laughs> do they have postcards at the local dollar store announcing the cutting off of the firemen? <laughs> You know what? Wouldn't that be the worst? The Dollar General at-home circumcision kit? (laughs) The Dollar General at-home circumcision kit is a rabid raccoon. It's only a dollar. They were Nigerian, so they named the kid Prince and will share instrument payments with you if you send them your bank account info, social security number, and all your personal information. Yes, indeed. Um, all right. Michael and Destiny uh, Latini were filmed at their wedding. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I did not know the gloriness of that right there. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be 
be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Not gay ass guy says killing it today, still fucking dying here. Thanks, Arn AIG. Yeah, that's my job. The groom shocked the guest at the ceremony when he gave his speech. And by the way, yes, we have it. Wait till you hear what he said at the wedding. Now, the bride's got, like, purple hair, so I don't know what this ad's for. It's shit. Uh, the following video contains graphic content. Words. When the groom said this earlier in the wedding day. Anything you want to say to your future bride? I hope we have a lot of sex. A lot. I should have known his vows were going to go like this. No, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Only two things are required to keep me happy. Keep my belly full and my balls empty. Oh my God. <laughs> so you're amazing at half of it. We really need to get you some cooking lessons. <laughs> Even when my belly isn't full, there is no one I could ever love more in this lifetime unless I actually get a chance to meet Margot Robbie. Since the beginning, I was always told life gets even better when the kids fall asleep and you tell me to come to the bedroom. <laughs> Nothing's better than the sound of gagging and headboard slamming. Michael. P.S. Since you're so good at making decisions like Mary and me, you can choose whether tonight's going to end with being a toaster, strudel, or a Twinkie. I'm, being that I am his mom, I will deal with him later. He is grounded, by all means. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm stupefied. I mean, it shows the the bride laughing. But, but let me let me let you in on a little secret here. Um, Mage says the show is like my morning cup of coffee. It's not. A good day without my show, AIG. Thank you, Mage. I appreciate that. Wow, Cowboys Girls laughing. Stink Fist says classy. I love how the mom is the one doing the service. Balls empty. Sassy Pammy says dumb. Um, this is beyond dumb. Now, I, I'm gonna I, I, let me let me walk you through this. See, once again, once again, this is where my experience as a gentleman, as a man, my fifty almost two years on Earth, where I've done a lot of learning. I've made lots and lots of mistakes in my life. And I can help. Um, first of all, this fella did something that, that men have tried to do for years and years and years, and it will never, ever happen. Okay, It will never end good for you. This is never your day. This day, your wedding day, uh, you can be a part of your wedding day. Yes, of course, it's a, it's a big day for you. It's not your day. The day is not about you. Okay? He can't wait to show his kids and grandkids their wedding video. Class act. Well, see, that, 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 see here's where we go. The bride looks like she's laughing and playing along. I'm just going to tell you now, since this has gone viral, and this is like one of those wacky ways I never want to die, I don't want to be a morning show death. I definitely don't want to be a morning show wedding either. Um, she is by far 
the most embarrassed person on the planet today, and he messed up her day. Oh, mama officiating say, oh, he's grounded and everything like that? There are certain things that you do and don't do at your wedding. Okay? Men, guys, guys, fellas, young guys. Hey, you moms out there that have sons, tell them to listen to this right now. Pebble, who's recuperating? Um, don't try to make the wedding day about you. Go along with whatever she she's going to be having a crazy day anyway. And now that you've added this to it, because yes, in this day and age, people watch their wedding videos all the time and they show them to their kids. Are you really going to want to show that one to your kids? Now, look, it's funny. It's it, it, it Maybe it's their sense of humor and their style. But, yes, I did see what somebody said. Nobody else is laughing. I mean, the, the, the banging of the headboards. Oh, dear. And, and calling her a Twinkie, meaning he was going to give her a cream pie. Unbelievable. <laughs> you are the dumbest. I mean, I mean, honestly. If I could have been there, if I would have been there, I would have just stood up and said, This guy may be like the dumbest person on the face of the earth. I, think I mean, so. I'm just guessing. I think that's fair. And he is in Florida, and it did, not, did no shocker there. Never show up the wife to be on a wedding ceremony. Hold back on the dance floor during the reception as well. Now, 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 Swoosh, I'll, I'll say this. The, the dance floor is where you can kind of start to show off a little bit. You have to be careful that you're right. You can't go too far. But that's, that's your one area. I'd be so pissed if I was her dad and was in the audience. Oh, if I was her daddy, I'd, I'd just tell you this right now. If I was her daddy, I'd have walked up to him and punched him right in the damn face. He should have put in the marriage contract that she still has to suck his dick and make her sign in front of others. It would have fit perfectly. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is going to do it for us today, ass family. Thank you so much for being a part of uh, one of my favorite days of the entire year. Um, Come on, right over this way. Don't flinch, Steve. I'll protect you. I've seen your hands. I'm going to go for a glove. Uh, Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, ass family, have a wonderful Thursday. Tomorrow, Friday. Can't wait. Until then, adios, everybody.
got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.